Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Cliff, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Cliff, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250 at 930 and online, pr927fm.com. And we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. Chat gang already in the house. Give us a like, a subscribe. And also make sure you are following us on Facebook for all of our content stories and videos there on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. You can find our post game for ECU basketball, all of our interviews with the coaches, coordinators, and players from Pirate Football, this show, the Brian Bailey Show, and more. So make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and check us out every day there during the program. Shirley Rhodes is here. John is here. Intern Delaney putting in the work today on a Wednesday. We got some guests to get to, including Ken Watlington. Boy, came in looking real dapper last week. Can't wait to see his wardrobe today. Coming up in about 20 minutes, he'll join us on the show. P. Mace, Patrick Mason. We'll talk some pirate football, pirate hoops, and more with us coming up at around 4.30. And at 5 o'clock, we'll be joined by Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams. We'll recap last night's great event at Down on Main Street in Washington. I heard Ryan McChrystal could really put down some food, so we'll talk about that. And also recap the Purple Gold World Series for East Carolina. Gold was a winner. Heard Dixon Williams had a big one. Heard McChrystal contributed as well. So we'll recap all that. And we've got a lot of audio for you from still some Mike Schwartz and uh, Brandon Johnson and Ezra from basketball. Also from the football department, Mike Houston, Alex Flynn, Gerald Green, BJ Davis. We'll get uh, all that coming up on today's show as well. Um, As I said, Shirley is here. Delaney's here. Chandler's here. Chandler, can you uh, get it so we got... Can you come in here for a moment? Get it so we got two uh, chairs here on the video. Because I need to talk to you, and I want Shirley and Delaney to be our jury today. Oh, boy. So I need her to uh, to be on a mic because we've got some business to take care of to start the show. And I want to make sure that we are factual. The last thing I want to do on this program is to deceive to lead people astray we want to compete compete be physical but we want to make sure we get the facts right jamie will you relax no live interview for chan in the third hour who said that why would you say that did i not say ryan mccrystal and dixon williams are coming in at five 
Well, you seem to know everything, Jamie. Which you would know that I'm leaving at 5.15. Well, did you know they're sticking around and talking to Chandler live on the show? Did you know I have some questions for him? Are you assuming things? Go to hell! Get a job! Thank you, Tommy. This isn't even the business I want to take care of, and now I've got more business. Yes, Chandler will be interviewing those guys live. And yes, Chandler came up with his own questions, and I'm very proud of him. Clip gets 15 minutes with him. I get 15 minutes with him. Jamie says, I didn't know that. Exactly, you didn't know that. You know what a suman does, Jamie? Exactly. Two little butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. It's two little butt I, cheeks. All right. So yesterday on the show, we got our friend Mike Mullis here. Love Mike Mullis. Eric M. in the chat said, what is your favorite? Was it Eric? Jamie? I can't remember who it was. Somebody. Oh, Mike P. What is your favorite word for a dunk? Words that were used yesterday were yoke. Slam. Slam. Jam. Jam. Yam. Jam burger. Yammer. Flush. Hey. Flush. A lot of words. Well, Mully said, hey, Corey Glore had a good call on a dunk the other night. And he did. And he did. And could not quite remember what that term he used was. Well, Sean over here, he's been known to uh, to get on social media a little bit. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. You heard that clip. I did. I heard it earlier that day. And you thought you heard what? Tomahawk jam. I, I think I, I think he said tomahawk jam. Mully said no. No. No, son. He didn't say that. He called me buddy. He did call you. He, he, he called me buddy. He, was it like a condescending buddy? Yeah. I mean, it was like. Hey, buddy. He was like, uh. He did the old, uh. He's like, uh, uh, don't think you said that, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, that is not the buddy you and want. I was like, like oh, hey, man. buddy, that's a good buddy. Hey, buddy, how you doing? But uh, and he usually gives he usually gives me that buddy. Of course hey, he buddy. does. He hey, is buddy. our buddy. But, but he gave me the. Oh, I don't know if he said that, buddy. Yeah, you don't want that, like, buddy. Ooh. If somebody buddies you like that, they're not being a good buddy mm. at that time. Mully is a good buddy, but. I didn't have the answers. I don't have the answers, Sway. So I had to go. I didn't have to do anything. In fact, I was just sitting on my butt doing nothing. But my phone went off, and I received a couple of videos last night. And I'm like, huh, what is this? And I looked at those videos and said, okay. I did a little investigating, and I feel like we need to clear this up. Because, again, I don't want to spread misinformation on this show. So what we're going to do is... Stay with the facts. We're going to listen to the two tapes that I was sent last night. And chat gang, you can judge. Shirley and Delaney can judge. Chandler, I don't want you to say anything because I'm you not. are involved. And I, I want to be impartial on this thing, too. I'm sitting over here with my lawyer, and he told me not to say a word. All right. Well, you've already said too much. I know. And it can be used against you. And I'm going to hush now. All right, Shirley, hit the tape from yesterday's show, and we'll see if we can clear this whole thing up. Uh, Corey Glore had a great dunk call last night. They uh, they had a, a dude come down the lane and just, I mean, with pure violence. Uh, pretty good. You can find it on social media. It's worth checking out. Oh, you don't. You're not going to tell. Well, us he didn't. I mean, he, he went on and on and on. What what, tomahawk. He a said, tomahawk is a descriptor of a type of dunk. Yeah, it's tomahawk not jam or something like that. Uh, 
Um, I don't think he said that last night, buddy. It's okay, though. Oh. You're awfully chatty today. <laughs> I could have swore he said Tomahawk. No, maybe, maybe No, he didn't. Deontay Smith stumbles at the top of the key, knocked out of his hands by King. King, one on two, waits for his friends, goes to James, right down the lane, and a power Tomahawk jam. He yeah, it's Tomahawk not jam or something like that. Um, I don't think he said that last night, buddy. Tomahawk jam! I could have swore he said tomahawk. No, maybe, maybe no, he did. Tomahawk jam! No, Tom no, tomahawk no, jam. no, no. Tomahawk jam! Still unclear. Should we hear it one more time? Because I want to make sure we get it right. I kind of heard, I don't know, what is it? I don't know what I heard there. That was pretty unclear to me. You want to hear it again, Chandler? Wait, you're out of it. That jury, do y'all need to hear it one more time? All right. Did Corey Glore say Tomahawk Jam? That's all we need to know here. Let's hit it one more time. Uh, Corey Glore had a great dunk call last night. They uh, they had a dude come down the lane and just, I mean, with pure violence. Violence. Uh, pretty good being violent violence. social media is worth checking out. Oh, you don't. You're not going to tell. Well, us he didn't. I mean, he, he went on and on and on. What's what, that? Tomahawk. He a tomahawk said, is a descriptor of a type of dunk. Yeah, it's tomahawk not jam or something like that. Um, uh, I don't think he said that last night, buddy. Buddy, buddy. it's okay though. You're awfully chatty buddy. today. <laughs> I could have swore he said tomahawk. No, maybe, maybe no, he did. Deontay Smith stumbles at the top of the key, knocked out of his hands by King. King one on two, waits for his friends, goes to James, right down the lane, and a power tomahawk jam. Yeah, it's not hot jam or something like that. Um, I don't think he said that last night, buddy. Tomahawk jam. I could have swore he said tomahawk. No, maybe, maybe no, he did. Tomahawk jam. No, tomahawk no, jam. No, no, tomahawk jam. There you have it. Uh, we have the video, the audio. We got the tapes. Those are exhibits A and B. Um, Mike P heard Chanmahawk Jam. Interesting. <laughs> Chanmahawk. Chanmahawk Cham, says Robert Hand. <laughs> so, I mean, look, ears are, you never know what you're quite hearing. Especially today, it could be digitally al uh, altered. Yeah. Holograms. AI. Oh, the AI. 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 <laughs> uh, let's go to our jury, our in house jury. Shirley. Yes. Did you hear Corey Glore say Tomahawk Jam? I had to listen real hard, you know, because I wanted to make sure that I was hearing every little syllable and audio mm -hmm. nuance. Mm -hmm. and you have a trained ear. You've been in I radio do. a long time. I do. And when you edit audio, you're listening for imperfections in the audio so that you could clean it up and make it sound uh, nice and smooth on the air mm -hmm. and i have to say yes mm. all right let's go to delaney delaney i'm sorry to put so much pressure on you i don't even know if you've been on a mic before nope first time wow and you are on the hot seat uh deciding the fate of chandler honeycutt or mike mullis here delaney did you hear Corey glore the uh, basketball announcer there say tomahawk jam I'm going to go with my gut and say, yeah, I definitely did. Go with the ears, go with the gut. Yep. Sometimes the gut hears more than the ears. <laughs> Thank you, Delaney. Thank you, Shirley. It seems the chat gang also agrees. Um, Shirley, can you see if Molly will answer his phone? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, just to see if he wants to put out a statement. That's all. 
Here's what I'll do. I'll dial the number and then I'll punch him up on the board. How about that? Well, I'm a little... I don't want to talk to him directly because <laughs> okay. I know Mully. Okay. I don't want to talk to him directly. All right, fine. Just put him through. God, he's going to hate us. He might never come on again. But look, we had to get this thing straight. Yeah. This is not personal. Again, I'm impartial. If Mully was right, I would have. What happened? Hello. Hey, Mully. You're live. Hey, bud. I just want to look. I I just we just went through it. We played the tapes. We heard Tomahawk Jam. Okay. Congratulations, Congratulations. I didn't. No, it's not about that. I just didn't know if you wanted to say like an apology or anything to Chandler. Uh, uh, yeah. I, congrats, Chandler. I apologize with my every fiber of my being. And I want to congratulate you for being right for once. And that is a welcome change. That was a nice apology. Uh, apology accepted, Molly. Okay. All right. Thank you, Molly. Good. Yeah. All right. Great talking to you. <laughs> oh, no. It didn't sound too happy. Cliff, I'm telling you, this is not good. I know. This is not good. Uh, guys, please send. Now you know why I didn't want to talk to Molly. Yeah. All right. We're going to see if we can get Molly in the Mark Davis wig. Please send uh, your cash. Steve, I have transferred your 20 over to Mully. Jamie, we have your 20. We just need uh, we just need a few more funds. So if you'd like to donate to the Mully Wears a Mark Davis wig on the show. This is me right now. Well, no, nobody can see this. I know. Is there any audio? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a guy that got freed from prison. Uh, You're hugging your lawyer. I'm crying. That is me right now. Jamie says Mully is going to despise you guys now. I know, and I hate that. I hate it had to be him. You know? <laughs> it could have been anybody who got in that argument with Chandler yesterday. Oh, man. But look, you got to get the facts right. Tomahawk Chan. You got to get the facts right. That's what that's what we try to do on this. No this fake show. news around here. Jamie thought he heard Paul was dead. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we need to play that in reverse. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Cass said Molly sounded like he was having a good day. It's probably ruined now. No, Molly's good. Credit to Molly for answering the phone. He knew what was coming. That's the kind of guy Molly is. Stand up guy. Mm-hmm. We'll take the L. Congratulated Chandler. Apologize to Chandler. Yes. We're all good. Everything's fine. Everybody's good. All right. So that's all I had planned for segment one. It's a good segment, right? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. We had Court to. Brock. We had to. <laughs> Judge, Judge Brock. We had to get that uh, taken care of. Are there any more there, disputes? I kind of like I being a, one. having a judge and a jury. I have a dispute. What he you said, got? He said, right for once. Oh. I've been right more than one time. Do life. you have the articles, the evidence to prove that? With I'll you today? have to go and research and get something. So you're asking for a continuance? Yes. Continuance denied. Go to jail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you were right. You were right when you picked uh, Tennessee to beat Alabama last year. Oh, that is right. Which I was thinking about this uh, yesterday. Did you have what you got? Penn State over uh, Michigan. Over Michigan. I had Oklahoma State over Oklahoma last week. And somebody said that if that pick hits, it'll be bigger than my Jets versus Eagles pick. Nah, 
and I disagree with that. But I think your Tennessee over Bama pick was bigger than my Jets over Eagles pick. Okay. I think Tennessee, That's fair. Bama outright, and the buildup and the pageantry that went with that pick, mm-hmm. I think that was the best pick ever made on Pirate Radio I Live. I would have to agree with you. Yeah. I mean, the best pick ever. They ought to have me on like 60 Minutes or something. And have me sit there and do an interview for the greatest pick of all time. Why 60 Minutes? 60 Minutes, a 30 for 30, E60. Um, How about We the East on ESPN Plus? We the East would be fine. <laughs> Maybe like a, you know, North USA <coughs> interview. Jerry says, since Mully was wrong, does everyone get their money back? No, this is separate, Jerry. This is a whole separate deal. We've got $40 in the Mully. Where's a mark? I don't always want to call him Mark Adams. Mark Davis. I'll wear a Mark Addis, Adams wig because i tell you what, he's got a good he's head of got hair. A, yeah, he's got a good set of hair on him. Good set of hair? Him and Cy, both uh, good hair guys for their, yes. I would say, Adrian. And two great guys. Tough league. Touche. Jamie says, Mully pouring sweat, red as a beat right now, grinding his teeth, trying to figure out how he's going to take you out, Chan. He's not taking out Chan. He's ta- if anybody, he's taking out me. He's yeah, which is not fair at all because I'm an impartial judge on this whole thing. I was sent the articles. I didn't say who sent them to me. If he takes out me, you should feel really bad about yourself, or not feel bad about yourself. Feel bad about me. Once again, you got me. Uh, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I never said who sent me these videos. Should I announce that? No, I, no, 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 no. I didn't say anything about that. I'm just saying. You say it. I got you into no, this. You got Mully mad at me. Uh, yeah, mad at me because of what we did today. Yeah. Well, do you know why I did what we did today? Because I was sent videos by a certain someone. Now, who could that be? You. So now you were. And I'm killed. <laughs> I have been killed. Okay. Well, you're trying to blame me. I'm going to do all I can to get myself out of this. <sighs> See, you didn't have to do that. That's on you. Let's take a break. This ended bad. (laughs) This ended really bad. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, It's good knowing you guys. Molly's fine. He'll take this in stride. Man, next time I see Molly, I I just know that death stare. Look, Molly always throws us under the bus. We laugh. Hey, Molly, he's going, "Uh uh-huh. Sometimes I do that high-pitched voice thing. What was he really mad about that one time? And I had to get him, I got him some golf tees. Oh, the pool we ran. Yes. Yeah. Molly's tease. He was really mad about that. He also remember came in here and gave you a hundred. Wait, what was it? A bunch of coins. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of pennies. We're gonna get through this. Good man. times. We're gonna we, get look, through. We've this. been through some rough patches with Molly, yeah. and we've always got through it. We've always bush hogged our way through it. Jamie says, "I'd love to see Molly staring at you guys through the window." Molly's got things to do. He, he's not worried about us peons. Or as Jeff Charles called us. Jabronis. What are you two jabronis doing there? Yeah, just sitting almost courtside, Jeff. <laughs> what are you two jabronis doing here? All right. Good segment. Thank you, uh, Chad Gang, for giving us your insight. Thank you, Shirley Delaney. And uh, I guess, are you the plaintiff or the defendant? Either way, you're free. I guess free. I'm the defendant. Yeah. Yeah. You're free to go. Thank you. But we need you to stay. 
We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Ken Wadlington coming up. Patrick Mason. Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams. Plus a giveaway. Some audio. We got a lot to do on a fun Wednesday edition. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have great selections of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus they offer service to all makes and models in the -the state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9, joining us. News, sports, and more. And uh, looking a little more casual today than he did last week. I only dressed up for your birthday last week. That <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that's we'll it. see it next yeah. November 1st. That's right. One day, one day only. Uh, wearing the UNCW Seahawks. It's official. Today. It's basketball season. How's the Seahawks? Uh, they get off to a good start? Off to a 1-0 and start. Scored 105-some points against Division Two Mount Olive. But, you know, everybody mm. plays kind of a, a lower-level opponent to start the season. But I think the Seahawks can be pretty good. A lot of people eyeballing that uh, UNCW trip to Minji's coming up. That's uh, a couple of Thursdays from now on the 30th, I believe. You uh, know your schedule, Tim. Yeah, that is correct. Me. i got to figure out my work schedule so I can make sure I'm there early. Uh, don't get heckled too much in my Seahawk teal and blue. But. So I was going to say, so if you're not working the game, I need you to be no, no, as wanna... obnoxious as possible. <laughs> that won't be a problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then... Uh, Right there in the middle of the Minji's Maniacs. And it's a tough road trip for UNCW. Thursday night, they're here at Minji's. Saturday afternoon, they're at Rupp Arena to take on Kentucky. Oh, good. We might yeah, a good uh, three days. get them a look-ahead game. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to be looking ahead. Uh, Pirates, by the way, will be back in Minji's Coliseum coming up Saturday at 2 o'clock against Campbell. That time has changed from 4 to 2. Uh, I know some folks are uh, still asking about that. So, 2 o'clock tip-off. Four o'clock kickoff for the Pirates down at FAU. The women's basketball team have their home opener coming up Thursday night, and that will be a big one because they will be raising the new banner. I jokingly asked Justin Bear if we have room for more banners in Minji's. We got plenty of room. Find a spot. Uh, no doubt. They got USC Upstate at six o'clock. What's uh, the Upstate's mascot? The USC Highlanders. Upstate. The, the Upstaters. Uh, the uh... Spartanburgers, what what are they? Spartans? Nah, are they? They might be. Spartans? USC Upstate. Um, Spartans. Got it. There it is. Little group think we uh, we were able to come up with that. <laughs> um, but the first 500 fans in attendance will get a like a replica banner. Yeah, of the really cool. AAC Women's Championship. How good were the ladies on the opening night? 
Look, if they score, what, like 55 points a game, they're going to win a lot of games because they're not going to give up a lot. They gave up, what, in the 30s the other night and uh, and showed off the offense as well. And your player of the year, she's the preseason player of the year, right, McNeil? Danae McNeil. Yeah. It hit like four straight threes there in the third quarter, just going off. Man, I like it. Yeah. Uh, clamp down season is here. Uh, Jerry on YouTube said, ask the respected member of the media if it was Tomahawk Jam. So here's what we're not going to do, Jerry, and I appreciate you – here's where we get in trouble if we pile on we did our segment i don't know if ken heard it but we had to clarify some things from yesterday we clarified them and we got to move on if not we may be losing a friend in mully a guest in mully we're not going to pile on that's one thing we don't do here often jerry says is that tyler from spartanburg's alma mater the guy that went after Dabo? good question jerry good question i'm not sure yeah that sounds right usc upstate doesn't have football so they they're clemson fans that's uh yeah Yeah. that could be the way it works uh all right ken what uh what right now are you focused on most in the sports world because you've got a million options so what is taking precedent in your life i mean this week i've been really excited about college basketball yeah i mean i know a lot of people don't really get into it till the conference play starts till bowl season's over but you know, having gone to UNCW, that's all we had. I mean, obviously there's other sports, but there was no football to focus on in the fall. And once you get to November, the calendar turns the page. It's like, all right, here we go. Let's let's play some basketball. So I watched, it's just been my mindset for years. I don't know why. Monday afternoon at 4.30, uh, Oregon was playing George on True TV, but I was watching it. Right. And later that evening, I really enjoyed USC versus Kansas State. That was a fun game. So I found myself, and I was live in Minji's to watch East Carolina beat Ferrum. So I find myself uh, getting into the. Uh, I had the two hoops. TVs going Monday night, yeah. you know, watching games. There's a really, really good game Friday night, and I'm sad I won't be able to watch it because of the you know, whole touchdown Friday thing I got to do. Touchdown and I love it, don't Friday. get me wrong. But Arizona actually coming to Duke and playing at Duke, a preseason top 20 matchup just like that out of the gate, not at a neutral site. So, man, that's that's some good time basketball right there. Hopefully it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you didn't have to say where the game was because – Duke doesn't travel, right? But I think it is a home-and-home series. So next season, Duke will actually go all the way across the country to the University of Arizona campus. boy, John Shire. Uh, Coming up at 7 o'clock, and this one I think will be on YouTube because it's the Barstool Invitational. Yep. FAU and Loyola Chicago. Uh, So I'm interested to see what the Owls have and can they handle being a top 10 team preseason instead of flying under the radar all year? I think so. They that mean they won 30 games last year where they went 30 and 5 or something like that. Yeah, they made a surprise trip to the final four, but they were really good all season long and uh Conference USA, I guess is what they were in before they moved to the American this season. Uh Arizona State Mississippi State at 9:30 tonight. Uh, a couple of games just to keep an eye on in college basketball on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Thanks, Ken. There you go. Uh, where's Chandler? Does he think he can just <laughs> he went, take the rest of the home. day off because Delaney's sitting there? What is Chandler doing? What you doing, man? Are you working? All right. Okay. Checking your emails? Sending emails. Okay. Just curious. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> hey, I'm interrupting him now. By all means. All right. Sometimes I just wonder. We get... Go ahead. Go go. send your emails. I'm positive. Go. You're not on the mic. Get out of here. Just don't reply all. <laughs> Chandler seems like a reply all guy. <laughs> I got to be honest. If anybody here in the building 
was a reply all guy, it would be Chandler. I can see that happening. That checks out. All right. Um, so college hoops won. What's number two? Uh, <laughs> this might bring Chandler back in the room, though. I kind of like watching the Hornets. Mm. What are they, two and whatever? They're two and four, I think. But Every they, night, the NBA tweets out like the standings, too, yeah. as if the playoffs were starting. And you got the end-season <laughs> tournament coming up. And the Hornets are, are still like in that. Yeah. I, in fact, I think they were like hosting a game they are, at yeah. two and five. <laughs> Well, or whatever they are. It's the, they do the group stage stuff first. No, no, no. I'm talking about the real deal. The real deal? Yes. What? I'm talking about the play, playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. That's how bad oh. the teams are in the East right now. Yeah. Uh, but, but no. they're fun to watch. Uh, uh, Terry Rozier being down with the injury kind of hurts, but they had that back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Played really well in both games. Had a chance to win that second game. Just fell a little short against Luka. And uh, I am sad to say I didn't see the standings last night. They are out of the playoff mix as of right now. The good thing is. One game back. Half a game back. Good thing is there's 76 more games to go. See, I look at that as a bad thing. But <laughs> Ken's a uh, glass half full guy. No, uh, so the in-season tournament will resume on Friday. Hornets will play their first game. Yeah, the Hornets play. I think they would play the road uh, yeah. for their first one against, I already forgot, Washington? No. They play Washington tonight at home. Okay, that's the I got my I swear they play a bad team every night and they're two and four. Which is why I'm a little worried about where this season may go. And the Hornets are home favorites tonight. That's just, that's scary. I think they get it done. <laughs> they get it LaMelo Ball's playing well. Yeah. Uh Gordon Hayward plays well in the first half, kind of regresses in the second half. The big guy Mark Williams out of Duke, he's playing well. Okay. Uh, the the rookie out of Alabama, Brandon Miller. He's going to get the start tonight. I like the Hornets. So college hoops one, NBA two. And the Canes. How about the Canes? Wow, okay. All right. I'm just wondering when we're going to get to a certain team. So Hurricanes are three oh, right now. Are talking about the Washington Commanders? Yeah, they won on Sunday. They did, and, and good for them. I I just, I'm not invested in it. I'm not either. But here's, if it's on, I'm going to watch. Here's what will get me invested. If they go to Seattle and win on Sunday. Yeah, because then they come back and play the Giants. Who right? we can't beat. <laughs> that's true but it's but i rough two years but i would be excited for that game because it would get them over five 500 i get them to five, back, five i think no nah, i think they're trying to get to 500 this week um against seattle yes yeah yeah so if they win it gets them to 500 oh okay i'm yeah. saying for the giants game could potentially get them over true and that's going right into the game against dallas on thanksgiving and something about dallas Washington on on Thanksgiving, you n- you never know the the, the the ghost of RG3. Sure, I don't. Know. I mean, I, I just, now you're getting me excited. I, I've tried to repress. That. I've tried to suppress that emotion with Washington, and now you're bringing it back. Like, oh, what if? And uh, maybe you were right, Ken. CL says the Hornets play Washington the next two games, so this will be a, this a is, regular this regular is a season regular game. Regular season game, and then the next one is the the tournament where they change the floor. The tournament regular season yeah. game. Uh, Pike says, I watched the Upstate team's baseball play Campbell in a tournament last season. Well, how about that, Pike? He also said, ECU girls are the best in the world. UNCW are number two. Can you confirm that? How do you know? Best in the world? Have you been all to all different countries? Pike, I'm asking you. What about USC Upstate? <laughs> Where do they fall? Shout out to the Lady Spartans. Yeah. Uh, and I got to go, go with the Hawks. I mean, uh, come on now. Yeah. No disrespect to anyone at East Carolina. You just disrespected a lot of people. <laughs> Anything else going I'll find on? A way. Uh NFL. Oh, college football. 
Are you just out on college football? Uh, I mean, what's in this the good game this weekend? Michigan, Penn State. Michigan, Penn one. State, and then you've got some Pac-12 games. Yeah, Utah and Washington, Washington, and I believe Oregon and USC. Washington's pretty good, and I, well, I think they get lost in the shuffle because they're way out in the Pacific Northwest. Washington's pretty good. I like Oregon to still win that Pac-12. I say Oregon runs the table. Okay. And gets Washington again. Remember that first time they met? It was an, an epic game. See, I see you scroll down Duke, North Carolina. I, I, I totally forgot that's happening. <coughs> yeah, just I'm just I'm cashed out. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, that's not on my radar either. Six weeks ago, both teams are in the top fifteen. Would now, have been great. Yeah, but now Ole good. Miss, Georgia. I mean, that should be good. I think Georgia by two two scores probably. I agree. So right now we're still kind of Florida State, Miami should be you know yeah you would I think, I think no, uh, no rivalry but. Nope. I think Miami steps up this week. Really? Florida State's been screwing around. <laughs> they screwed around last week with yeah. uh, that team. Uh, who did they play last week? Syracuse? No. Nope. It wasn't BC. They screwed around with them earlier this year. You know, uh, Miami just scored six points against NC State. I'm just throwing that out there. What's the joke that I'm missing here? <laughs> what was the What's the joke? About Miami? Yeah, scoring six points again. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, you're saying on Saturday they scored six points. Yeah, again. Okay. you're like, I think Miami's going to, you know. You know how after know. a game you'll say, like, Keaton Mitchell still just ran for another 100 yards. Yeah. I thought you were making a joke. You were <laughs> making a factual statement. Yes. Well, they weren't up for that game. Dave Doran was. Dave Doran likes to win seven or eight games and call it a day. And make that money. And that's what he's doing. But now he had his quarterback kind of quit on him. Yeah, what do you think about that? Strange, but that's that's the uh, with the NIL and you know the the new red shirt rule that's I guess been in effect for a couple of years. But he played his four games and it's like you know I think I'm just gonna sit the rest of this out. It used to be where coaches really held on tight to the the red shirts and yeah. things like that. Now it's gonna be almost a player decision in this NIL world yeah. because they're thinking uh, maybe I want to save this year and go elsewhere. And, and still have another year. And I think that's what he's thinking. But, I mean, Packard, three and one with him as a starter. I know. I mean, kind of Does he feel slighted? I don't know. Did they win to Armstrong? Maybe. Maybe not. Now Armstrong's going to come back in, and will he play well? Will will he make a difference? Who knows? They still had him out in the game the other day like as, as a wideout and a tight end, and they were, you know, had him all over the field. Now he's going to have to be, well, not under center, but behind center. All right. Uh, Chad says, does anyone understand the in-season tournament? To which CL replied, yes. So there's your answer. <laughs> kind of is my answer. I, I get it. Yeah. I, it it's it's, it's four a gimmick. Groups of four, right? Something like that. Four four groups of five. If I think if you watch soccer or, or, or have ever watched soccer, you understand a little more with yeah. the groups and yeah. things like that. Are you asking why are they doing it? Or, you know, I, I don't know. It's I will say that first night they did it, Friday night, um, there were a ton of close games. And the Golden State finish was yeah. There were some good finishes. The I don't know if people if players maybe it's it gets players to take a game a little more serious or something. And I, I think know. it's to get dummies like us talking about it. Yeah, here in November it's like oh we're talking you know it's kind of the same thing. I was talking about college basketball. A lot of people don't get into it after until after football. It's kind of the same way with the NBA. And I'm a sucker for brackets. <laughs> Anything with a bracket, I'm interested in. So, Joey Brackets. CL says 18 playoff semis in Las Vegas. Give me a bracket. 
I'm down. Yep. You have the winner of those each, or the top two in the, each of those pools, or I don't know. It's up. See, Ken, we, we had it figured out. Don't <laughs> don't get into the details. It really muddies the water. Uh, let's take a break. Oh, another reason the players should care. Mike P says winners get cash. You get more money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's all about that money. Let's take a break. We'll come back more with Ken Wadlington. Eh, we could do guest lines. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Talk about our favorite Mariah Carey songs. It's easy. Okay, well, don't say it. We'll have that when we return. There's a little tease. Shirley, think of yours. I think I have mine, but let me uh, let me research it during the break. We'll come back with our favorite Mariah Carey songs and more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm Agent Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville. Call 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. And the Shimmer Holiday VIP Night is back. It's Shimmer's favorite time of the year. So uh, stop into both locations tomorrow night from 6 until 9 p.m. for store-wide sales, prize wheel, and more. That's happening this Thursday only from 6 to 9 p.m. Shimmer is on Greenville Boulevard right behind Longhorn and in Winterville next to New River Pottery. The Shimmer Plum Fairies cannot wait to see you there. Once again, that uh, uh, VIP night is tomorrow night from 6 until 9 p.m. at their two locations. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. VIP. You ever been in a VIP event? Ken, have you been a VIP before? Come on. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Pirate Radio Party? Oh, Chandler's got hey, something Pirate Radio Party. That's yeah. what I was going to bring up. You were VIP? Yes, a good call. All right. Now, yes, I was, and so thankful to be included well, you got in it. the festivities. Um, Chandler, uh, you send those emails? Yeah. D- 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 check, <laughs> check yours. <laughs> Did you send me something? I just, I just feel like you need to check your email. <laughs> I just feel like you need to check your email. Can I read it? Sure, why not? What's uh, the subject? I got an email from Chandler at PirateRadio1250.com. It says, uh, subject is sending an email. It says, just sending you an email because, like I told you, I'm sending emails. Chan. All right. This is what you do while we're slaving away here. This is the man that has a plan and he follows through. <laughs> I'm just say. a little jokester. You're, you're a funny guy. <laughs> you want to come in here? Uh, sure. All right, Delaney, it's all yours. Email I'd... us. We'll let you know if you can come in here. <laughs> uh, I do have a question for Delaney. Can you hear me, Delaney? Delaney, um, do you mind talking for a moment? Sure. Okay. 
Uh, well, where are you from? I'm from Morrisville, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, what year are you at East Carolina? I'm a junior. My question is, why do you have a 2018 baseball championship shirt? Um, so my neighbor actually gave my roommates and I a whole bunch of pirate merch. Awesome. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of stuff now handed down. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious. I knew the timeline didn't really add up there. <laughs> but that is a cool shirt. Yeah. I yes. like that. All right. Thank you, Delaney. Good to talk to you. Too. Email boys here. <laughs> Hold on just a second. How are your fingers feel? Hey, let me send an email telling you to turn my mic on. It's on. All right. What's up, Sean? What's up? All right. So um, the lines have been shown on TV uh, yeah. for so a long time. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see if Ken <laughs> cheated. <laughs> and I legit didn't look till now. Uh, but I know the Niners. All right. All right. Y'all try to do this without looking at the All TV. Right. Oh, by the way, a couple of things uh, during the break. One, we got to name our favorite Mariah Carey song. Easy. All right. What is it? Mine's off the beaten path, though. I got two. Well, you can't say it's easy and then off the beaten path, <laughs> no, and you've got me. two. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Oh, easy. Name one let me song, Ken. Path here. Make it happen. Yeah, okay. You got to make it happen. But That's one, old, one, right? Yeah, that was like off our first or second album. I think it was off the Emotions album. I know too much. Uh, but my, my off the beaten path one is the remix to Heartbreaker with Missy Elliott and DeBrat. And it uses the beat from Snoop Dogg's Ain't No Fun. It's DeBrat Ratatat. That is a great bop. Oh, I think Christy wanted to see um, the shirt. Do you mind showing your shirt, Delaney? Or would you rather not? Can, oh, never mind. We'll put we'll, we'll get it to you in a minute. We got to Chandler's got to move the camera. A lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. Send an email. Then he'll move the camera. Mine is always be my baby. Good one. Good one. Produced my by favorite song. Dupree. Okay, nerd. <laughs> Chandler, do you have a favorite Mariah Carey Fantasy. song? Fantasy. Fantasy. The, the ODB version. Which then CL asked uh, favorite ODB songs. I'd have to go probably Brooklyn Zoo. Uh, Shimmy Shimmy Ya is a good one. Yeah. Uh, what's the money song with Pharrell and Khalees? Hey, daddy. Baby, I got your money. Got your money. Charlie, what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? I have like two yeah. that are. Here we go again. That's fine. We it's okay. Narrow it down two. to one. I have a third. All I want for I'll be there. That's a good one. Can't Ooh, be there. I got a new one. No, you don't. That's why does he just put? Why can't y'all follow the rules? Because there are quite a few songs that I like by Mariah Carey that is not One Sweet Day is a great one. Oh my God. Is that her song or Boys to Men's song? It's both of them. Yeah, it's technically. That is a great song. Yeah, Yeah, see, One Sweet Day is a good one. Um, uh, Love Takes Time. That's that's one of her first, you know, early early hits. <laughs> Jamie said Shirley did a Chris Berman impression. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Delaney, are you too young to have a favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh no, I love myself some Mariah Carey. My favorite is Obsessed. Okay. okay. Mm, yeah. I mean, huge catalog. Did you say a plethora? Uh, always be my baby. Right, okay. No one said uh, the, the Christmas thing. I oh, I, I do. I, I do it love in it. There, I said it in there, and Delaney said that this, you can't do that one. You can't. Okay. It's basic. Boy, she's taking her jury thing. She's going to her head. She's making rules now. She said it was basic. You're a basic yeah. B. <laughs> I'm a basic B. You're a basic email sending B. <laughs> 
I literally died. <laughs> Don't say that, Chandler. Um, ironically, this is not ironic, but my favorite Taylor Swift song is a Christmas song. Christmas oh. Tree Farm. Wait, <laughs> why would you? I knew she would react like that. Why did you make that face? Like that. That's your favorite no, whole. That's just like brownie points. Like I'm Taylor impressed. Swift's Oh yeah, no. It's so a, now we're doing favorite Taylor Swift songs. I was taking my uh, girls to the airport, and I was like, I keep hearing this song. Who is this? And they said Taylor Swift. I was like, Really? I, I love this song. It's a great song. Where we're getting close to the holidays, so what is your favorite Christmas song? Uh, we know Clips' answer. Oh, mine's easy. <laughs> Everything's easy with you. It's Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, John. Um, what do you want to hear right now, Chris? If you could pick one Christmas tune, you Christmas got your by Mariah Carey. Basic B. <laughs> There's man. Also a big fan. Instinct has one. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Will you not snap in front of our guest face like and that? And by the way, Merry Christmas. By the way, Ken, I'm sorry. By the way, <laughs> I have a name. I'm not a dog. Don't snap your fingers at me. Uh oh. I actually, sorry. I actually said that to someone and was literally, literally thought I was fired right there. Who did you say it to? Do you really want me to say it? I, oh. I do, but if you don't want to, it's, you don't have to. I, I, because that person is very well known around here. It was a. Did he coach? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to say it or not? Yeah, I'll say it. Steve, Lo- Steve Logan. Steve Logan. Shirley V. Logan. <laughs> One on mano what? mano. I okay. So the story. I used to do the on-site productions for yes. the Colin show, and uh, this was way before like the media Wait. companies come in and whatnot. And apparently, Coach was having problems with his audio. He couldn't hear the caller in his headphones. There was something wrong with his headphones, except he never indicated that he had a problem with his headphones. So I had no idea. And uh, so as we go to commercial, I am walking up to Jeff to hand him, the, you know, who the callers were. This is when they actually took phone calls. Um, and I was handing him the notes of who the, the callers were for the next segment. And as I'm walking past him, he goes, hey, hey. Hey, you, hey. And I whipped around and I said, uh, now when my- you're at East Carolina, <laughs> you don't snap in my face. No, Write it. <laughs> no, uh, I whipped my head around and I was like, don't snap it, your fingers at me. I do have a name. I am not a dog. Oh, man. And now, mind you, before the show took place, literally 10 minutes before the show took place, I got a phone call that my dog had been hit by a car and didn't make it. So I was already very upset while I was doing the show. And then he did that, and I just snapped. Mm. And as soon as I said it, I turned back around, and the first thought that popped into my head was, that's it, I'm fired. <laughs> I'll never work again in this town. It's been a good run. Yeah, it was a good run for about a year. <laughs> but, but thankfully, I did not get fired, yeah. So, and I'm still here. Jeff Charles wasn't going to let that happen. Probably not, but I just, for you. I just didn't. And people don't I didn't know do this. that very well. Shirley got Logan fired. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> what that goes around not, comes around. <laughs> that's not true. It just caught me on a bad night, and uh, yeah. So that's what I said. So whenever I see someone snapping their fingers at someone else, it, it does not bode well in my book. Jay- my- <laughs> All right, you ready? Let's go. Three, two, same time. All right. Jamie Mike said, P said, 
Are you? Do you want to do it or not? Go, 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 go. Right. By the way, Delaney, I, I, we do this every day. Hurry up! I got, I got Jamie's comment. Go. Jamie said, "My wife, who worked with Charlie Radio at EC, said the exact same thing Logan did to her." Wow, he is a habitual snapper. Oh, what? That he snapped his fingers at her? Yeah, and Jamie said that his wife worked with you. Maybe he just likes tunes. Maybe he's just. That's right. I forgot. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. It took me a minute because I was like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, that is right. That is right. Uh, Mike P said, favorite Christmas song? That's easy. I have seven. <laughs> easy. <laughs> Let me go down this unbeaten path. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is Christmas Tree Farm. I do have an honorable mention. Okay, I have a favorite fun Christmas song. Let's start at number 12. And I have a favorite serious, let's be serious Christmas song. Oh, Holy Night, Josh Groban version. Oh, yeah. wow. Can't beat it. Cannot be night. His voice, man. What about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? I mean, have some class, man. Have some class. All right, my bad. My Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. That would be uh, sad. Delaney, what's your favorite Christmas song? I like Winter Wonderland. By who? Ooh. Whoever? Yeah, whoever. Okay. Well, I have the one Brad Paisley, by Pr- the Brad Paisley liked. Okay. Favorited, so probably that one. All right. Winter Wonderland, Brad Paisley. Uh, this Christmas is a good one, and that's just because I heard the uh, the one where the ladies like, where's my backup singers at? Have you heard that yeah. one? Where's, where's my backup singers? This Christmas? This or what? Christmas. Oh, okay. All right. Shirley, said, I don't know yours? the words. Is it Donny Hathaway? Who sings that? I don't know. Shirley, do you have yours? Um, I have a, <laughs> No, like a serious, like poignant uh, Christmas song would be uh, Christmas Shoes. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, it's by a group called New Song, and it will, it'll, it, you'll get some eyeball sweat on that one. And then, um, favorite fun one probably is you may you may or may not have ever heard it but it's um it's by my neighbor no it's uh pentatonics rendition of oh come all ye faithful oh, yeah. they do a oh it's my daughter's a big job. pentatonics is that how you say it Pen- whatever pentatonics and 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 honorable mention because it's tradition it's i don't think it's a traditional ho- uh holiday song but it tends to come out during the holidays is hallelujah hallelujah uh we have time to guess one line hallelujah let me pick the game of the week it is not panthers bears uh game which is tomorrow night right yes it is oh game of the week here's one i'm gonna give y'all niners at jags i like that game a lot the niners one i did see it on the. oh crap Niners three it is uh but i like that game all right backup game of the week this is not a good slate. There are no good games. <laughs> Browns at Ravens. Oh, boy. Uh, it's in Baltimore. All right. A lot of crab cakes. Ravens six. Chandler. Ravens five. Ravens six. Uh, backup game of the week. This will be fun. Lines at Chargers. Ooh. Legit good game there. Uh, I feel like the, <laughs> the Lions won't get enough love. Chargers two. Lions one and a half. Ken, the Lions are starting to get love, my friend. All right. Lions by three. Whoa! I'm interested to see, you know, how uh, away fans infiltrate the Chargers Stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will there be a lot of blue there? A lot of Detroit fans in the building. A lot of Honolulu blue. Is that the official title? It is. Ken, thank you for hanging out, man. Appreciate y'all. We got a lot done today. 
Let's talk some more Christmas songs next we time. We didn't name all seven Christmas songs. <laughs> I have my list ready to go. Oh, that's easy. And number one is? <laughs> all right. Todd said Careless Crybaby featuring Snoop Dogg. Is that a Mariah song? I've never heard of that. I've never heard that. Careless Crybaby? Yeah. Surely. There is a Snoop Dogg Christmas song. I think it's called Santa Goes to the Ghetto. There's one by uh, Lil John. You remember the one I was telling you about? The, what? The, the Merry Merry Christmas. She said it's, there's one by Little John. <laughs> okay. It, yeah, it, but it's got the Kool Aid dude, the Kool Aid man is in it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You remember that? I discovered it and I Did said, you "How do that in as the a world?" Joke or not? I didn't. I didn't. But you no, gotta I look that up. You gotta look that up yeah. if you haven't heard it. It's great. Oh yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Now let's we got go. everybody talking about Christmas music. Steve Logan. Denny Hoover in the house, Drummer Denny. Boy by King, by For King and Country. Yes, that is an amazing rendition. Yeah. The hey. live version of it is amazing. Denny, uh, since I met you and your wife, I made Lane come to Section 213 the other night and meet my parents. Wow. So now we've both met the, the yeah. parents. Yeah, I'm I mean, that is a big step. That's a big step. Steve Logan's favorite Christmas song. I'll be listening it's called Snappy Christmas. Snap your fingers. All right, see you, Ken. See ya. Oh, man. We'll take a break. Come back. Where to go after that? Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dr- uh, dinner, or drinks with friends. They serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street located beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. P-Mace, Patrick Mason, joining us later this hour. Coming up in hour three, we will hear from Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams. And uh, I'll talk to the guys for a few minutes. And then I'm going to split and head over to ECU press conferences. Then that means who's going to talk to them? You are, Chandler, and you've got your own questions. I've got about five or six of them. And then I've got another skit I'm going to do with them. Skit? Like a skit. You're doing a skit? Like a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> and we're going to have a musical guest. <laughs> musical <laughs> guest. You too. Wait, are you doing like uh, Celebrity Jeopardy? Or are you going to be Burt Reynolds? And musical guest, Cooper Greer. Musical guest. Man, you are really taking the show to new heights, I got to say. Hey, man, look. You got to. You got to. You got to rise to it. That's right. 
let's get to our fleet feet rundown brought to you by fleet feet uh shirley is feeling good on her feet because she got some new new balances from fleet feet got that great one-on-one service uh you can go through the 3d foot scanner also talked about making impressions on a mat Mm -hmm. to see where the pressure you know most goes on your foot most goes i mean i think i'm saying this perfectly (laughs) i'm reading it right from this sheet (laughs) that is crumbled and tearing apart it's an old sheet but i keep up with all my sheets i get you a new sheet i don't want a new sheet i don't need a new sheet that is called being wasteful and i am going green you might not want a new sheet but you might need something new for your feet that's how we bring it all back fleet feet owned and operated by ecu alum chris lunyon uh fleet feet provides solutions through that great one-on-one service so uh you'll uh get to know your arch height width and more and find the perfect shoe for you and what kind of service just wondering one-on-one coming up tonight man there's a lot going on there is uh hornet hoops we can put on the tube at aj so excited speaking of aj's I'm, I'm fired up for tonight one of our regulars uh if you watch this show listen to this show when we talk fantasy football during the summer uh cw sloan joins us he is a uh, teacher and he hey. will be uh holding sir holding class tonight at aj's he came up with all the questions this week he will be hosting sports trivia so i will be participating and i believe that uh young joey and danny beal are going to join me out there for a little team pirate radio action sweet and me i hope so i'm team but, pirate radio but we'll see how it goes you know the politics out there i know somebody teams, that's going to be there that he plans on being there who's that no cap zach kaplan wntt channel nine yep so if y'all are out there tuned in you've always wanted to go to sports trivia but you don't have a team you can't get your friends together whatever you're solo tonight would be a good night to come hang out join my team or you can say hey clip i'm gonna beat you do that whatever eight o'clock tonight aj's we'll eat some good food watch some games and have a good time and cold burr and uh we'll we'll get probably hornets on one of the tvs we've got maction tonight three games in the mac uh including an eight and one team do you know who that is do you know who the mac of the mac is chandler um Bowling Green. Uh, I really like nope. Elton John and his famous song. What's Elton John's famous song? He's got a few of them. Philadelphia Freedom. Hmm. So is it Temple? Are they 8-1? Are they in the Mac? Is it Penn? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Rocket Man. Rocket Man! Toledo, Toledo. is 8-1. Big favorites over Eastern Michigan tonight. Bowling Green is at Kent State. And Akron will be at miami of ohio so three college football games to go with the nba the nhl the hurricanes by the way winners last night on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard went into overtime against the uh sabers i believe buffalo sabers and uh won at three to two in ot so canes getting a win back home finally after that uh they do that long road trip with the state fair yeah so west uh, coast they are done with that and uh back home and winning some games uh also tonight college hoops nothing major but coming up thursday chandler's going to try to get over there for the unveiling of the new banner in Minji. that's so cool clamp down yes ecu women's basketball 
taking on usc upstate and they will be unveiling their championship banner and hopefully going to two and zero on the season can't wait for that and uh something we have not seen in mengees for quite some time um so excited to go over there get some video of that and by the way if we do a watch party uh for some ecu women's basketball we found some new props in the back do you remember what we found back there in the shirt room oh clamps we found actual clamps and we will be clamping down for a watch party hopefully this year hopefully for a um a conference championship and maybe a ncaa tournament champion or not championship but tournament game we're definitely going to have a watch party for East Carolina and Florida in men's hoops on uh, December 14th. And did Max say he was here or not here? I don't think he'll I join think, us anyway. What did Max say? Mac, Mac, <laughs> Mac, I think he said that he didn't know that his schedule is always crazy. Mac doesn't know. That's another one of my favorite Christmas what songs. What his schedule is. Uh, but that will be in Lakeland, Florida. Is it on TV? I thought it was announced that it would be on TV. It better be. Uh, the South Carolina game, which is in Minji's on Saturday, December 9th, uh, will be on ESPNU. Saturday at noon. So we're going to, uh, it's going to be a fun crowd, big crowd. Yes, going to be an exciting crowd uh, welcoming, welcoming in a SEC team for the first time since when? I know that's uh, going to be tough to find out, but. Well, I went to a game a long time ago. ECU beat Ole Miss in Minji's Coliseum. I want to say it was on a Sunday, and I was there for that one. Um, I don't know if that's the last SEC team that played in Minji's, but I was at. I got. It. I'm going to say it is. Either Johnny Hoops, Johnny Gardner can answer that question. I feel like this is like a John Moody question. I feel like John Moody usually knows these answers. ECU versus Ole Miss. It was early 2000s. 2004. Is that what it said at the top? 2002. That was a loss. 2000, uh, the three. That's the game I was at. It was on a Sunday, November 24th. There you go. I'm going to say that's the last time an SEC team came in this building in men's hoops. So a long time. I don't remember Kentucky being here. No. Arkansas. No. Florida. Auburn. 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 Vandy. Mm-mm. Mississippi State. I don't think so. LSU. No doubt. They have not been here. Texas A&M. N- nah. Mizzou. Oh, no. What former pirate? Bama. A, what former pirate was a former Mizzou Tiger? Uh, that would be Miguel Paul. Miguel Paul is correct. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Jerry says the world is going to end in five years if Clip doesn't go green. Well, here's my thing. It's like I'm reusing these papers. Like I'm getting new papers, but I'm also reusing these papers. This is an old cut sheet, but I use it for my daily schedule. So like I feel like I'm being less wasteful than a lot of folks out there. I could just throw like I, at I some know. point I, you can use it as an armrest. That's right. I can use it as a booster seat. Yeah, a pillow. If you wanted to lay down during a break, four-minute break, you put your head down and use it as a pillow. Now, what I like to do, I don't like to assume that you have made an error, so I like to read what you put in the chat as it's written. So Pike says, ECU versus uncle basketball games were always fun. Who's uncle? Your uncle? Uh, he said, we beat UNCW first time we played them in the new Minjis. 
he meant uncw he typed uncle uncle say uncle chances say clip going green confirm green wave fan i'll tell you this i am a ron hunter fan i'm a Corey glore fan Mm -hmm. i'm a sam taylor fan spotter for two-lane football yeah and greenville um forte fan i'm a willie fritz fan i I was a huge matt forte guy uh for fantasy purposes great catcher out of the backfield uh as far as the team goes i'm not a two-lane football fan i'm not a two-lane basketball fan i'm not a two-lane fan i would like to be able to beat two-lane i don't think that's too much to ask seems like we're just beating them just two years ago put 52 on beating them like a drum 52 on them boys uh but that is not the case right now we can't beat anybody in football but will that change on saturday chandler when the pirates take on fau no you got the owls got the owls let's do a line check it was 11 went down to 8 in 24 hours what is it at now what do you think it's at now i want to say it went back up to maybe nine i'm gonna say it's either eight or eight and a half i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's holding steady at eight okay as i peruse oh my goodness gracious is it gone down more oh my goodness gracious is money coming in on the pirates say yes or no and i'll make a prediction yes wow is it six no five no are you telling me it's four no should i even go down to three no am i going in the wrong direction yes (laughs) okay Uh, has it gone back up to 11 john john is it still eight you giant blockheaded fool we said okay (laughs) you looking at me scratching your head i'm just trying to think all right so i told you it's gone down even more which is why you started saying numbers less than eight right yes what number did you start with six right seven yes it's at seven at seven (laughs) are you serious (laughs) is that seven you are uh it went down a whole point you are something else oh my goodness john moody says the florida game will be on sec network thank you john boy john it said that on the schedule oh (laughs) yeah you blockheaded SBU. You big blockheaded moron. <laughs> right there in your face. You're right. I don't know why. I thought this was on TV. Right there where the TV stuff is. You're right. You're exact. You're 100% right. I have When met- was the last time an ECU game was on SEC Network? Last year against South CAC? Mm. I could look that up real quick. How about that? Do you, do you know where to look for the TV? <laughs> I'm glad you're here to help me out. I know. Boy, and that's how quick it can happen. You folks. know what? That's on me, though. That's on me. You know how that's on me? Because I saw that it was on SEC Network. Like, you were saying, like, I, I thought this was on TV. And I was like, well, it says SEC right there. I don't, just, I don't want to make him look like an idiot. But then you said, call me a blockhead. So I had to... How to get back at you? You really didn't want to make me look like an idiot? No, man, I never do. Are you being honest right now? 
I did see, or actually, I was scared that I would look like an idiot. <laughs> okay, all right. Because I don't think you're scared to make me look like an idiot, and I hope you're not. I invite that. I like to give it. I like to take it, man. Okay. Uh, last year's South Carolina game was on ESPN+. Plus, so I do not know the answer to the question. Uh, Mike P. says, more like Poulane. <laughs> Jamie says, good for you, Chan. Thank you, Jamie. That felt good, man. That felt really good. Uh, will CW wear the shield for sports trivia? I got a good feeling he'll be wearing an NFL shirt tonight. An AJ shirt. That he got from <laughs> the shield of AJ. <laughs> the shield of AJ's. Uh, you want to do our national day update i sure. see it is on the fleet feed on right there. Now. and i always love this segment uh um, studio b we're gonna do our national day calendar oh, yeah. would y'all like to participate in this sure all right here are the days today <coughs> it is november 8th it is national radio radiography day happy not, day to us not radio radiography <laughs> not the movie radio it's not We're, radiology radiography am i reading that right so it's yeah i think so marks the anniversary of the discovery of the x-ray okay all right all right the day recognizes the important role that radiographers and radiologists play in the healthcare industry you had to also, be one smart dude or woman to find out how to do something like that hey, or that superman very, very progressive of you yes that was good uh, when's the last time y'all got an x-ray? Um, I got an x-ray a year ago. A month ago. Oh, no. What? Why? What happened? Um, I tried to race one of my friends. And <laughs> what? <laughs> Not running races? You do stuff like that? I, I do, yeah. <laughs> um, and the concrete caught up to me and I tripped and all of my arm was just shredded up. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't think i've got one since i broke my thumb many moons ago how'd you do that caught a ball i was playing third dude I was sliding up. can i finish the story that hadn't happened yet sorry i cleanly caught the ball i try to guess at what, what happened in the story <laughs> i went to apply the tag and then he slid in and no big goofy matt rogers he's like six six he couldn't slide with could his big listening. goofy legs i hope he is listening if you are matt call in 317-1250 and like his knee, he didn't slide. I went to like apply the tag as if he was sliding. That's a good form, right? And his knee hit me on the right spot, and it broke my thumb. So I, that was a bad slide. It wasn't a slide. It was his knee, his big goofy knee. He should slide. You're right. He should go. I hope now he's sliding. Matt, Matt Rogers, you better be sliding now. I uh, had to get an X-ray about a year ago during a softball tournament. Oh, softball, surely! I rolled my ankle, and I thought I had—I thought I actually broke it because it just didn't feel right. And when are you going to give it up? So, <laughs> when, I mean, look, an X-ray. Come on, Charles. You know I'm just joking with you. Can oh, you get God. out of my space? No, I'm scared to death. Quit please, touching no, me. Please help me. I'm scared. You brought it on yourself. I know. Shirley, I'm sorry. Isn't a uh, rolling an ankle, Shirley? Like I remember just playing basketball. It's it's rolling an ankle is worse than breaking your ankle. But it's frustrating too because you know your day's done pretty much, mm-hmm. and like and you don't know. you dare take that shoe off, especially if you're playing basketball and you're wearing high tops and you roll your ankle. Don't take that shoe off because your your foot will just go. When's your last X-ray, Chandler? 
probably the bionic arm over here yeah probably 2012 long snapper arm yeah is that what they diagnosed you with Mm -hmm. uh it is world urbanism day world urbanism day recognizes and promotes the role of planning and creating livable communities okay Mm -hmm. the day is also known as world town planning day i plan to have a town soon a town of your own yes can i live in it sure let's go to town (laughs) where's the town gonna be oh i don't know i'll get back to you on that one it is national stem slash steam day stem slash steam is something like science technology the day inspires kids to explore and pursue their interest in science technology engineering art and math engineering engineering it should stand for english apparently delaney were you a good student in uh school uh yes everything but math ah i hear you you were stay (laughs) 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 come on dude you know it was good i know but it doesn't (laughs) stay 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 and stem okay or steam fair enough stay stay all right good one chan it is National Parents as Teachers Day. I don't like this. Oh my gosh. My mom used to be a teacher, so she cannot celebrate this day. Uh, it encourages parent teachers, organizations, and parents to join forces and support children in their educational goals. I will never support my daughter's education. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, right? I guess I should pay a little more attention. She does I just most figured of her it would just be with her mom. parents who happen to be teachers. Uh, my mother also was a called. Teacher. That's something we you have can in never get away with anything in school day. Yeah, it did kind of stink. My mom being a teacher, although she taught, she didn't teach at the school I was at, but I did feel like she's a little more on you because. Well, she's not just a that, but you couldn't step out of line because somebody would rat you out in a heartbeat. Yeah. All right, I don't. I don't I, know about this. I don't think I knew what this even was. It is National Harvey Wallbanger Day. <laughs> Do y'all know what a Harvey Wallbanger is? I've it heard seems like the, a cocktail. Nope. I've heard of I've heard the name. I don't know what it is. Though. All right, it is a fruity and spirited cocktail made with three parts vodka, one part Galliano, and six parts orange juice. Galliano. Poured into a highball glass, garnish it with an orange slice and a maraschino. How do you say that? Cherry. Mara. What is it? Oh, I don't know. The cherry, the little. I, I know you were just talking about maraschino. I believe maraschino. I love the word garnish when it's talking about a drink. Do you garnish? You like a little veggie in your drink? Ugh. A leaf. What's your favorite drink, Delaney? How old are you? Twenty-one. Okay. What's your go-to? Oh, I have no idea. Like, oh. do you? Um, are you beer or like liquor? Oh, no, no, or? No. Yeah, I like okay. the fruity drinks. Okay. Like good sub crush. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perfect. Can't go wrong there. I'm a. I'm a. I'm old school. I'm a daiquiri girl. Ooh, I, love I daiquiri. do. I do like a good strawberry daiquiri. Virgin? No. <laughs> you drink once in a blue moon. When's the last time you drank, Shirley? Oh, now that's it's been a while. Yeah, it's been. Um, it's been. I usually I'll have a celebratory drink usually um, once a year. Okay. So, have you had one in 2023? No, I've not had one this year. No. I haven't drank in. Over two and a half years two years yeah i've been keeping count Thanks, yeah I, I don't Since i don't the day you stopped i hardly drink now if i go on vacation vacation surely we'll have a couple 
all right joey's tricking me again it looks like he got a haircut but he didn't i'm not gonna fall for it this time it is national cappuccino day oh do love a cappuccino uh national cappuccino day whips up a frothy hot cup of cappuccino a perfect drink on a frosty morning meeting with friends or just enjoy a creamy cuppa a creamy cuppa a creamy cuppa yeah i don't really do coffee cappuccino what's the difference between like a regular coffee and a cappuccino i'm glad you asked that and uh they're gonna have the answer for us wait hold on why do i have to have the answer does anyone have the answer? Do you have I the think answer? I think it's, it's, it's a mix. Yeah, it's like a mixture of milk and um, coffee and possibly something else. Well, I can't remember. Patrick knows a lot about soups. Does he know about cappuccinos? I don't know. That's Come a good question. Here. I like and a frappuccino. Is coffee and cappuccino a type of soup? Ooh. <laughs> think about it. People use the soup. Because it was a formerly a bean. Coffee is formerly a bean. Most of the time, it's ground. People forget that. People, so if, I just forgot if, it, if you classify it, it as a coffee bean placed B1. in hot water, therefore you have bean soup. Jamie said maraschino. Maraschino. That sounds right. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, if I could read it phonetically, like a PA announcer, I can figure it out. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Jerry says Cliff and Bryce already have a town. No speed limit. That's not true. The speed limit is 80. 80. Slim 80. If you come through our town. Audubon. Audubon. Mike P said, did Shirley hear her ankle snap? Say again? Did you hear your ankle snap? No, I didn't. (laughs) I knew it was Mike P. It had to be a joke. Shirley heard her ankle snap and looked down and said, I'm not a dog. (laughs) Don't you snap at me. I looked down at my foot and I was like, there is no snapping today, son. Great callback, Mike P. Mike there P. is no snapping the of the juice. yammer. Uh, let's, uh, oh no. That was a callback I didn't want to come back. Uh, let's hey, take a break. you brought it up, literally and figuratively. Uh, my fault. You're right. I put it on the table. Uh, let's take a break. Steven said, you idiots don't get x-rays at the dentist. Josh said, I'm with Steven. Y'all never been to the dentist? Y'all assume we go to the dentist. I I was thinking like body parts, which I guess your face and mouth and teeth is body body parts. Are you more scared of the dentist or the doctor's office? Oh, easy. Dentist. All day. You have to sedate me. Dentist. It is pretty scary. Or taking your car in for repairs. That. I'm scared about that. Oh, that no. You want to talk about whether or not I will drink an alcoholic drink. If I have to take my car in for repairs, trust me, there better be a bar nearby. What are y'all a chat gang? What are your most scary moments as an adult? Dentist, health checkup, car repairs, jury duty. Kind of, uh, I would say being a defendant is more scary than being on the jury. Yeah. What are your, uh, biggest fears as an adult taxes maybe ah good one good one we'll take a break come back when we return patrick mason will join us surely technically coffee would be bean broth that's what i said bean soup i've already been chastised by the soup god that a broth isn't a soup how would it not be a broth? I mean, a soup. It's a bean. You put it in hot water. Patrick, we'll, we'll ask Patrick Mason. He'll be the decider on it when we return after these words.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Delaney out. And Joey in. What's up, Joey? Looking, uh, looking buff today to the bullpen. Hello, hello. Shirley. What's up? What is your shirt? Early College Wolves. What is that? That is uh, Pitt Community College. Early, uh, Pitt County School's Early College. My niece attended it, and they had their own mascot. So <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. Very cool. And you, you could get it customized, so I have my name on the back. Very cool, very cool. I asked, um, as adults, what is the scariest thing to you? And use some examples. Dentist, car repairs. What fears do you have as an adult? Um, Steve said, uh, scariest moment is spinal surgery. Mm. Spinal. Spinal. Because Steve broke his back. Mm. Like Mike Tyson. Let's hear Mike Tyson. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, uh, a vertebrae or, or what portion? Spinal. <laughs> you did that in sparring? No, I did it um, by a motorcycle accident. The doctor discovered I was doing my sit-ups 2,500 a day with my 20-pound weight. And one day I couldn't move anymore. <laughs> and I asked the doctor, what's wrong? And he said, um... Believe it or not, it's wearing your back is broken slightly. Believe it or not. Slightly. <laughs> slightly. Not completely. Spinal. Spinal is yeah. broken. I would say, Steve, anything spinal would be scary, and Steve has uh, dealt with that multiple times. Uh, let's see. Newton says colonoscopy. Yeah. Um, haven't experienced that yet. I saw that meme going around that said, if you know what... M- <laughs> movie this is from land before time is that yes. what you're talking about yeah yeah which was a great movie yes except the first one that was sad i didn't know there was more than one. Oh yeah it's a whole series how many are there there's like at least seven probably have Good i introduced gracious. patrick i don't, I don't think so. oh yeah this is the uh, me talking patrick <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the so, the guy on the the list today on, on the youtube info. oh yeah i, I did, did check ahead that? Of, i checked ahead of time i said am i walking in this door today or not all right so and here's a problem i am Uh-oh. i'm gonna be honest well, please I, be honest I, I remembered that you were coming on the show today i remembered all right he's a wednesday guest i forgot what time you came on though <laughs> i said four o'clock clip got on me and said 4 30 chandler just like he does every wednesday so I, th- I felt great about myself remembering you being on the show. In your defense. That's what matters. And I forgot the time you came In on. your defense, he used to be a 4 o'clock man. And to be fair, daylight savings time's in the mix. True. Yeah. Yeah. And right. he's from the central time zone. That's right. So it's a whole, it's like a That's true. whole thing going on. Josh, I just saw this during the break. And I don't want to, I don't want to believe it. 
but I am happy for the man. Ron Washington, the human windmill, <laughs> has been hired as the next Angels manager. I love Wash. Congratulations to Wash. <laughs> Long time coming for him to get back at, on the top. And ironically got the Rangers to the World Series, right? Couldn't yeah. get couldn't get him over the hump. Rangers win a World Series and now he's back managing again. And has been overlooked because he got caught doing some drugs or something, right? Yeah, that's right. But he's always what, been regarded as one of the better like infield coaches in the game. You always see so his always, drills with Ozzy Alves. Yeah, so he always stuck around and stuff. So, yeah, cool for him to get another shot. Uh, Possum is on YouTube. His name is Possum. His, what you call that, an avatar, his picture, whatever it is, is he a is picture a of a possum. And it, with sunglasses or... Or is that a wreck? I can't see. It's too small. Some sort of... He said, going into the hospital for kidney stones and then hearing the words, yes, you do have kidney stones, but that's not the bad news. Ooh. Hmm. He said, turns out I was fine, but those words sent some panic, man. You ain't lying. Man. You ain't lying, man. I had... Um... What was the what was the worst news? Well, I guess it, they just had to check on something. And they had he kidney was okay. boulders. I had a, a meniscus. I'm gonna make that face at you, Pat. <laughs> As you should. I had a, <laughs> I had a meniscus repair procedure, and it was the first and only time I've ever been put under, um, for the procedure, and that was kind of scary because I didn't know what to expect, and then coming out of it was pretty uh, scary too. Scary, scary. Randolph said a biopsy on your prostate is horrible experience, brother. Mm. I Brother. would I would venture to think so. Yeah. Scary. So like as as kids we have fears. And for those kids listening as adults you will have fears as well. It's just part <laughs> of life. Life is just about a lot about being afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't afraid. Joey seems like a guy that's not afraid of anything except homework. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm afraid of homework. Uh no, I'm afraid of things. Definitely. Spiders, big ones. I was literally going to say spiders. Big spiders, not for me. I mean, I don't mind killing them, but like first reaction, yeah. Not, what about not snakes? I mean, it depends. If they're like 15 feet away, I'm not really worried. That's the thing with snakes. Snakes are almost like a horror movie, like jump scare. Because a lot of times when you see them, it's like a jump scare. If you could see one like slithering through your yard or whatever, wouldn't freak me out as much. Yeah. But usually, like, I think of one example when I was weed eating one time around a bunch of old farm equipment, and I've, like, I've probably got music playing, but either way, I'm just focused on what is right in the square in front of me that I'm doing. So I'm looking down, looking down, and boom, there it is. Didn't have time to prepare myself. It's right there at my feet. So those, uh, that's scary. I can see it from a distance, like, uh... Bet Midler? Correct. Like Bet Midler said, I'll be okay. From a distance. Hmm. It's a deep cut. Deep cuts. That's what we're all about here, Patrick. Speaking of deep cuts, the Pirates are sending deep cuts throughout my body this football season yes. because I am in pain watching this team. Yeah. You taking notes, son? <laughs> you're the king of, you're taking you're notes. The king of that. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I'm giving you the floor. Talk about ECU football. I mean, I, th- I feel like we uh, we talk about the same things each week. They they just have issues. They, I mean, the forty seven yards of offense. I still can't really wrap my head around that. 
from last last that week. was after the first quarter after the first quarter they i feel like this, this is the this is the issue i guess is they come out and they feel like all right they're putting something together and then it just falls off the table and i don't know why why that has to happen each week um i understand there's some good defenses that that show up and, and make things difficult on you but at the same time you you got to be able to move the ball like well we have a track record of our offense struggling against everybody right and, and that's the thing and they're saying you know like, on the other side good defense like yes uh, we get that but you you were able to do some things against that good defense early we haven't played against the nine best defenses in america correct so i I don't know what to say. Nine games in, I feel like a lot of these issues are still here. And, you know, you got, I don't I don't know, three games. I wrote about it today. I think um, the, the goal for these next three games, I think, should be to look toward the future a little bit. And I don't know how you can do that. Like, I don't know how feasible that is to just throw everyone to the wolves, maybe. But I think there has to be some looking toward the future. And, you know, the, the win each na- each game now is, is fine to say, I guess. But there has to be some some forethought here. Uh, Raheem Jeter, the first name that comes to mind. Anybody else, Patrick, come to mind for you or any positions? Like, I'd like to see some more wide receivers get some action, too. I mean, Brock Spaulding, throw him out there. Um, I mean, just some guys like that. I really had some high expectations for Jari Patterson this year, yeah. too. Um, yeah. I mean, just some things like that. And, I, and like I said, I don't know what the answer is if you just throw them out there is that detrimental to their development if they say you know this is too much for me right now um you know you hear a lot about that in, the, in professional leagues you know throwing rookies out there and struggling and that it's bad for their development I, I just wonder if you know if you do struggle for three games here can you get those struggles out of the way now um i i, I just don't know if that's the answer to look at every single game and say we, we got to win and I, I know you you can win but what's the difference between one and eleven and four and eight at the end of the day just just good feelings going into nine months off i, I don't know yeah um mike peace the scariest thing in my adult life ecu's offense this season it is frightening <laughs> and i don't know what you got questions for the coaches today patrick yeah but i mean that's the thing i the answer is we have to we're going to do what's best to win on game day and i don't know how that answer moves off of that response yeah no matter what we ask at this point. And we're going to ask Blake Harrell about, hey, the defense rising to the challenge. Yeah, hey. bouncing back. They didn't give up. Huge, huge bounce big, back for yeah. those guys. I mean, it was it was great. And the offense takes a step back somehow. You know, it's, I don't know. And I, I would love to see Raheem Jeter play. But I but the, just the way the coaches are talking about it, they keep saying, you know, true freshman, he's playing against this, you know, scout team. It's like that that just tells me that they are not confident at all putting him out there. No, and and I don't think it's it's going to get better. In fact, I think if he plays it would probably get worse, but at this point I don't really care like Right. I want to I want to see him out there like you do. Yeah, I I really want to see him out there. And I I think that was like last year you had this roster you were really happy about, you thought could win some games. I I would argue that they probably underachieved a little bit last year. Um but I, I don't know how many spots there were to say, "Hey, what's we're up by 30. Let's put in these guys. And they didn't really do that that much last year. And I just feel like this year is a prime opportunity to get a good look, get a long look of game action about some of these guys that are going to be on the team longer. Because we hear so much about practice, but you can only do so much in practice. We even hear coaches say, you know, you can only replicate it so much in, in practice because game days are different. So I want to see these guys on game day in low-pressure situations try to figure it out. That, that's what I want to see. Yeah, um, Jamie says, I say ask a question that will set them off. Let's get a change in their response after seven weeks of this, whatever it is. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've been racking my brain trying to 
what what is that you know what i don't know i don't know i'm <laughs> i mean y'all know hopefully we can't go in there and say why do y'all suck right I mean, we can't you know we're not gonna do that and that's just not really not fair to anyone like there has to be more to that question too. yeah it's just uh, it's not a good question no um so we will try to word it the way we can i mean uh, mike houston i asked him about what happened early in the game compared to the other three quarters and he did say the the lack of plays and running 41 plays in a game i guess that got him prepared for playing navy because that's usually <laughs> what it's like but that was just astonishing to see that on the ub stat sheet after the game yeah i, I remember when i was in the, the post game and I, I wrote it down in my in my notebook during the game seven offensive series the entire game um i know that's not it's not a lot, but you have to move the ball when you have the ball. Yeah. And it's a winnable game. You got to be able to do something with it. And they, and they just didn't. Once again, Patrick looks absolutely huge. <laughs> that, that is a really That's good a illusion. Of that. We look like his kids. And, uh, like just some sort of giant coming down like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here if you don't mind you are in the big chair adult at the kids table let's take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up hour number two so we got dixon williams and ryan mccrystal joining us hour three a giveaway we got audio to get to as well more to go on pirate radio live on a wednesday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price swings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. P-Mace, Chon, Shirley, Yoey. Big Dog's here. LB's here. We got Ryan McChrystal, Dixon Williams coming up. Uh, Pike says, ask Mike Houston if he'll be willing to give back 10% of his salary for each loss. No. <laughs> First of all, we know the answer to that. <laughs> what would that achieve? Nobody's – he just wants to see a, uh, a freak out. <laughs> hey, look, I love a good coach freak out, but I'm, uh, I'm not going to ask that question. Mike P said, did Patrick bring Iowa football to ECU? Is that the reason for the <laughs> Oh, boy. It's like the Hawks in different colors. At least Dude. the offense. By the way, I asked you last week what team would score more <laughs> points. 
They both scored 10. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was after the game I thought about that, and then I, I forgot. But. What a joke. Oh, yeah. One uh, team won scoring 10. Jamie says, how about, what do you say to the fans that are asking for coaching changes? Or add, large amount of the fan base. You talking about the recliner people out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he, Eric, he did address something, right? When he talked about people on their couch, you know, talk. I think it was last Tuesday. No, it was uh, it was Saturday after the game. He said people yeah, in the recliner. That, that's right. That's right. Yep. With hate in their heart. Yeah. Eric said, "Let's be honest. Patrick the Menace Mason realizes that his prey is injured, so his questions have been mild to say the least. He gets no enjoyment in tearing this." And tearing, dismantling a maimed fawn. Ooh, that is some literary prose right there by that fella. <laughs> so you go after Godwin because he is a worthy adversary. Now it would just be punching down. Yeah, I just, I just think there's so much more going on in this year. Like, I, I, I think a lot of these, this, these failures were, they, it was years in the making. I think, and we're kind of seeing what happened. I think a lot of it is probably development. I mean, if you, you had both these quarterbacks in since, what, 2019 and 2020 in the mm-hmm. system, and I, I just think that is probably where the failure lies mm-hmm. of just not being able to recognize some of the inabilities by these guys. Yeah. Uh, Jamie says, who is the guy that reads the intro in the deep voice? His name is Chuck, and he likes to read intros. Chuck Deep Voice. And uh, he is, surely has Chuck been with at, like, doing voice work when when do you think he came on he came on at the uh he's been with us since day one yeah so 20 years shirley will email him some stuff and he will send it back in that voice and he'll say hello shirley he goes hello shirley Uh, hope you're having a good day i got a little bit of a cough (coughs) hope it it sounds okay yeah that'd be awesome just get stuff mailed to you and like you just grab a mic and just read this uh, that sounds pretty fun. He I've actually heard his voice. I want to say on other stuff. Uh, do you yeah. remember an old station out of Raleigh? I think it used to be called Oldies One Hundred Point Seven. Yeah. Okay. He did the voice work for that station. He did all of their imaging uh, back in those days. So it, 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 he is a familiar. He used to live on this side of of the country, but now he lives in Ohio. Shirley, pull up real quick if you can, Mister Big Voice, and whatever you can find. This okay. is the guy that does the Westwood One hmm. NFL on Westwood One, and um, we uh, interviewed him on Live at Five back in the day, and we got him to like do a uh, see if we got the pizza order. Oh yeah, the pizza order was hilarious. Yeah, I've got that like, one. What Hold would on. it sound like if you called Domino's? Uh, uh, give me one second don't here. Don't forget the statistics. Damn it. Ed said, <laughs> "If you have hate in your heart, let it out." Clayton Bigsby. You know, Ed, I Where thought about crafting a tweet together uh, the other night with that, but decided against it. <laughs> but uh, we're on the same wavelength. You got any Mr. Big Voice, Charlie? If not, yeah, we need to take n- a break. No, I've got it. It's just for some reason this um okay here it is it's it, there's a lot of files in this folder so i'm having to sift through okay here we go all right do, do you want just the pizza order or just yeah yeah put that one up okay hang yeah. on here it goes i'd like two large pizzas with pepperoni and you better not forget the center sticks damn it <laughs> we have mr big voice to say a cuss word that's always fun too 
12 teams, one goal. The 2006 NFL playoffs exclusively in Westwood One. <laughs> what a voice. That is a just not imagine. really. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of guys do that. Uh, I just talk about this. If all it's the time. Super Bowl, it's on Westwood One. It's funny how football has that voice, like truck commercials. You yeah, know, they got to get masculine with it. I want to say he said he's done a lot of monster truck stuff. <laughs> I, oh, oh yeah, monster it. truck Sunder, rallies. Thunder, thunder. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Ryan McChrystal, Dixon Williams will join us. Uh, we're gonna send. Patrick, are you sticking around with us? Sure. We're sending Chandler out. I'm out. But Chandler is going to put together his questions he has for the guys. I'm leaving the dugout, going to the bullpen, warming up. Now, can we talk Purple Gold World Series during my segment, or would you like for us to save that for you? Do whatever you want. All right. Yeah. Because you kind of got your own stuff, right? Yes. All right. Good deal. All right. By the way, y'all are sitting beside each other now. It will not be the case tomorrow night when your two teams go to battle. Oh, no. Go to war. Oh, no. Because I know y'all are fired up for that. Yeah, very fired up. Combined three wins, baby. Over under 38 and a half. Oof. Bears, Panthers, Thursday night football. Take a break. Come back. Talk some baseball with Dixon Williams and Ryan McChrystal after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Washington's uh, favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken. Uh, You can also have the half club sandwich with chips or everybody's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-priced wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street, in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you on a Wednesday packed house uh, with Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams joining Patrick Mason and uh, Shirley is here. Joey, the big dog, Sean ran off somewhere. Chandler will take over. Uh, we'll go about 10 minutes with the guys here. Can y'all hang out till about 5 30 ish? Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, that's good with you. Uh, because Chan's got some questions for you. Oh boy, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. He's a hard hitting guy. So. <laughs> um, but welcome in, uh, fresh off the Purple Gold World Series as we were coming on the air. Uh, everybody was roasting Danny Beal and his ability to draft and manage a baseball team. <laughs> and I'm glad to hear that I'm not the only one doing it. I was kind of jokingly doing it on the air, uh, but uh, you guys feel the same way? I just didn't like the way he drafted. I thought he's been getting ripped for the way he managed game three a little too much. I think that we just put a couple of good innings together. But the way that he drafted, I've told him a plethora of times, I just don't understand what was going through his head. It's like, what's the worst decision I could make when drafting right now? I'm going to do that. Is he? I was gonna say, is he like? In, are you guys in a fantasy football league with him? Does he have these similar draft issues elsewhere? <laughs> I decided to stay away from fantasy football thing because uh-huh. he's always talking about NFL and football and all that. And I'm not. 
So I just like didn't want him to I go. I could see Danny like creating stuff. new rules oh, in yeah. week seven or something. Yeah. Uh, so we have two winners here, right? Oh, yes. Because I remember uh, I was on the air with Dixon. Uh, you hit a home run. It was a like game one. Game one, yeah. Game one. And wanted to root for you, but had to root for my guy, DB. And uh, yeah, was uh, a little upset. So DB and Purple came back to win game one, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah. And then <laughs> game two, y'all blasted them. Yes. And then what was the final of game three? Seven two, I think. Okay. So, they were up two one in the fifth, and then top of the sixth, we dropped five. Which spot. you get, you got hit. It was something. It was they put, they brought in a lefty to face uh, me and Dixon, and it didn't work. <laughs> and we ended up scoring like four runs that inning. Nice. Um, uh, are you? Were y'all glad in a way that it was one one going into Sunday, so you wouldn't have to worry about the the previous year with the two zero yeah. and the score differential? No, I wasn't as worried about it this year, but I guess Dixon was. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we ran out to the. Um, what was it? Oh, did I hit that? No, you're good. Okay, we ran out to the field and we were up by four, and I was like, oh, this is like a repeat of last year because we were up by six runs i think in the last inning and then they dropped a seven spot on us to win after we had won both days and then uh it was just it was a mess last year but yeah glad to get get the win this time so i I wanted to win all three i don't know i feel like that that's the attitude our offense also was way better this year like the teams are more offensively lopsided this year so i felt like if we did win the first two we probably weren't going to lose by more than we right y'all are going to score more anyway danny uh knew that going in he liked his arms and did acknowledge that gold had uh, much better hitters in the lineup um but offense wins games offense won a championship he did you guys uh not and i guess your pitching came through as well yeah our pitching was awesome we had root which i was messing with trey a little bit because we actually picked root over trey because we, I told Jaden and Jada, let's get a whole, all lefty starting pitching. Mm. I, I'd caught Norby. I love catching him. I love catching all of them. But I was like, if you're going to stack the hitting side of things, you want to try and stack the pitching side of it to where the matchups are better. So we don't want like the get JC, me, Dixon have to face all lefties. Not that we hit lefties bad. It's just a, from a comfortable comfortability. Yeah. Is that a word? Here's the yeah. drafter. Here's the manager. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look at this analytical That's thinking. The I like side. it. It's the yeah. catcher side. I mean, Dixon's over there like. Well, yeah, yeah. Dix is like, just hit me the ball, and I'll, I'll, I'll do something with it. Well, Rube got picked, and I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then they explained it behind it. I was like, that no, that actually makes pretty good sense right there. You know, they do. Like, there's a lot of catchers that became managers, right? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about uh, Ross a moment ago. Yep. Mike Joe, Sosha. Joe Girardi. Girard- yeah. Who was the guy that just got hired for the uh, – what team was it? They just hired a catcher, the guy that used to catch for the A's. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, he had a home run in his last Yeah, yeah. I forget uh, his name. I don't know how I'm blanking on his name. Me too. Kurt something? Kurt Suzuki? No, <laughs> he wasn't that guy. Uh, I don't know, but we shall see. Uh, last Just name like was I think. If you're totally wrong. Uh, anyway. Either we'll way, it was moment. good. I liked having Jada as a coach, too, because obviously I've caught with him for three years, so it wasn't as much like I trust the way he called pitching-wise, too. Not that I don't trust AK and Heath, but just fun like working with somebody that i'm with all the time so it was pretty cool yeah someone who kind of just thinks similarly yeah. to you from yeah like, yeah that, that that makes sense did you find it i don't know is it the it's white Sox? look up the a's old catcher <laughs> google catcher that manager a's old catcher manager, manager. bang oh okay ah, steven yeah. vaught mark kotze wait no 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 that's no, it. That's, the, it. that's it that's it i promise so the yeah. guardians yeah. hired steven Vaught, I yeah. believe it is. Vote. And then 
the A's have Kotze as their manager. Okay. We got it. Now people. it makes sense. We, we got it all got figured out in here. Knew it. Uh, let's see. Jamie says Johnny Bench is the greatest catcher, right, Ron? No. <laughs> Who's I, the greatest? I got catcher? Mike Piazza. I don't know. That's just a personal thing. I like. I don't know. Bench Johnny Bench is a little bit before my time. Yeah. But Johnny Bench is like the first guy that a catch not like two handed like this. Like I don't know. That's just everyone used to catch like with their huh. hand behind their glove, and Johnny Bench kind of revolutionized that. So I do respect him in that aspect but there's a lot of catchers that were a little better than him patrick i'm a little older than you do you remember benito santiago oh yeah and he would do like one knee and have the leg kicked out uh-huh. and throw guys out from his knees he was a bad just all ass. arm yeah he was a great <laughs> defensive catcher um how about that part of your game ron defensive part yeah i actually am very very happy with the way defensively i've progressed i think it's honestly the strongest part of my game right now which is very very good i've always been able to hit so i'm very happy with the way that i progressed defensively i think like now i put myself with anybody when it comes to just being a good defender and running a pitching staff so it's really exciting i love catching i always have so it's a lot easier to go to the field knowing that i'm going to catch and i love it rather than i don't know if i'm going to catch well or not today is that one of the biggest i guess jumps when you go to college because these pitchers can throw so many like nasty things it's coming in mid 90s you know i guess you just don't see that as much yeah it's not as much even the velocity as it is the importance of every single pitch like in high school my high school team was a lot better than almost everyone we played so like i had little ball pass me and it's not a big deal like we're going to score more than them anyway but like every game matters so much for us at this level that it's like if i let a ball pass me like if i don't practice every single day not letting it pass me then in a game if i let my mind slip it's just that much worse for us going down the road. So I said make the jump to like treat a bullpen the same as catching in the game. And then like once you do that, you kind of get a lot better, and it just keeps building every day. But it's definitely a lot harder to catch at this level than it was. Got to watch the uh, base runners, guys like Dixon Williams. Dixon, I read. Did I read you stole third and home? <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a weird play. Um, stole third. They didn't really throw. I don't think there. And then he was just pitcher was looking down at his watch and the third baseman was shifted so i was like might as well try it here i was halfway down the line already so and then yeah it worked out he didn't even get the ball out of his glove so love the aggressiveness scared the crap out of me i was hitting yeah there was no communication there but uh so it was all on one play you stole third the play was still hadn't been called dead or anything right yeah. okay who had the ball the pitcher had the ball pitcher had the ball in his glove was like off the mound no, you know how we have this pitch watch? Yeah, yeah. He's, he was just looking at it, and I was like, okay. And I was waiting for him to look up, and he never did, so I just took <laughs> off. All right, learning experience. Was it a young pitcher? Uh, Transfer. Okay. He's, he's an older guy. Okay. The freshman the catcher was a freshman, so he he was just looking at his watch, too. So, I mean, yeah, they was, both, like, had no clue what happened. Like, he slid in, and they both were just starting to look up. <laughs> but, yeah. but these are the kind of things, right? You, yeah. you talk about this now, and then you can be aware of it in May. Oh, right? yeah, like, sure. like these Absolutely. are the kind of the things that you almost like to happen. You could say, hey, you know, be aware when you're looking at this. Or, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, this is, these are probably good situations to get <laughs> yeah. into. Well, it was right. also awesome awareness from him. Like, I don't know if you do that last year or not, but I just like the way Dixon runs the bases is like something everyone can learn from because he's so aggressive and he's fast, which helps. But yeah. it's fun to watch him when he's running the bases. Who are the fastest guys on the team? And where do you rank, Dixon? Mm. You top five? I'm a close. I'm a close second. Okay, behind Nowak. Oh, okay, that, dude, I've never seen Unreal. anybody get to top speed so fast, and the top speed be so fast. It's he would bat a thousand if he hit a ball in the six hole every single time. <laughs> it's true. It's, 
I've never seen anybody throw him out from from there. Man. He runs sub fours to first like every time. Like yeah. he ran a three eight three to first, which I don't know if there's any baseball fans listening or anything, but that's an unbelievable time to first. He does that's almost elite. every time. Bring in Hoove to teach him that uh, giant chopper. Oh, he's learning. That's it. Yeah. yeah, he did it this weekend once or twice. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you catch the ball and he's already breaking down past first. You're like, what's going on here? Uh, Dixon Williams, Ryan McChrystal joining us. So we need to take a break so we can head over to the press conferences, Patrick. But Chandler is coming in, and he's got his questions for Dixon Williams. And Ryan McChrystal will also make you a winner. And we got some audio to get to. Still got some basketball from Schwartz and Brandon Johnson and Ezra. Uh, did y'all go to the game the other night? I did not. No. You ready to get out to one? Oh, oh yeah. just looking good. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to go to one. Yeah. I just wasn't available. Um, I saw Spivey and Hoove, some former Pirates yeah. out there. It's cool to see. Uh, also, some Mike Houston audio along with Alex Flynn, Gerald Green, and BJ Davis. So, got all that on the way when we return Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Shimmer Holiday VIP Night is back. It's Shimmer's favorite time of the year, so you can stop into both locations tomorrow night from 6 until 9 p.m. for store-wide sales a prize wheel and more and uh, that is happening this Thursday only from 6 to 9 p.m. Shimmer is located on Greenville Boulevard right behind Longhorn Restaurant restaurant rather, and in Winterville next to New River Pottery. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss any of the action. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly Jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Chandler. All right, welcome back into Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Uh, Shirley Rhodes and Joey here with you, along with Chandler Honeycutt. We'll finish our conversation with the baseball boys, Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams. And at the end of this segment, we'll make you a winner in the booty bag. But first, as I was uh, walking out of the studio a while ago, I heard somebody say, Chandler. It was Eric M., and I think Eric has got a $20 bill. Chandler, while you're doing that, can you do me a favor? Make sure your mic is on. Is it number three? Yeah, it's on. Can you not hear me? Okay. No, it just sounds weird. Sorry. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, so Eric M. brought in a $20 bill. And I think this is to the, let's put Mike Mullis in a Mark Davis wig. Yes. So, so it, where, where, where are we at now? 40, 40 bucks. Because Jamie sent twenty bucks. Here's Eric M's twenty. That's forty. Oh, and I he, think Steve Hill put in another twenty. Oh, did he? Yeah. So that puts us at sixty. So, oh, so we're, we're forty shy of a hundred bucks. So keep bring. All right. So all of our chat gang needs to contribute to the Mike Mullis Mark Davis Wig Foundation. Yes. Um, he put Tomahawk twenty. 
nice on there so i thought that well was funny. done well done all right so thank you eric m for that so keep on let's get to 100 let's get mike mullison up mark davis uh you know mark davis wig you probably you guys probably don't know what the hell i'm talking about uh you just had to be there so uh but we do have dixon williams and now you got me thinking is the mic does that sound better now Yes, you need one, two, and three on. Okay, well, it's on. Make sure four is off. This guy's freaking out about hosting now. No, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. All right, Dixon Williams, Ryan and Crystal in here. All right, guys, we'll talk serious for a little bit. I've got six questions for you, six serious questions. And then I like superlatives, so I'll ask you some superlatives too. And for the superlatives, if you want to say yourself, you can. Okay. All right, so we'll start off with our first question. And our first question of the six is, and maybe y'all touched on this in the last segment, but going into the fall or after the fall, what do you think your guys' biggest improvement is uh, when you look back at the fall? What do you think you improved on the most? Dixon, we'll start with you. Are you saying like the team or personally? Uh, no, personally. Okay. What do you think you improved on the most? I think just – I think I said a, uh, one maybe last time, just um, being more consistent with – everything I do each day, my routines, everything like that. Just um, because, I mean, like you say, you got hitting and fielding and all this stuff, and you got to put it all together. And the fall is that one time to get better at that and just be really consistent with it. Ryan, what about you? I'd say dealing with failure, like understanding how hard the game is. Like I feel like your whole life you kind of succeed, and I think that's been the biggest thing for two years is like, been very up and down. I mean, I was good for a while last year, and then I got hurt again, and I didn't really handle it very well. So I didn't start off hitting great this fall, but I was able to handle it well and finish really well. So I think being able to handle failure throughout an extended time period, I really got better with. Uh, this could be you know, the same answer as the first question, or it could be different. But the second question is, is what was y'all's main focus going into the fall? What did you want to focus on the most uh, as y'all were approaching fall ball? Uh, mine was just defense and kind of arm strength and slash health, I'll say. Just um, really honing in on being a good defender and then being able to get the ball over there and also having my arm feel good every day. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was really defense, just running the pitching staff and just being comfortable behind the plate every single day. That was kind of the biggest thing I wanted, that and then making sure my back was healthy. And we're doing great in both aspects there, so it was a success. With fall ball being done, not everybody can be satisfied. What, What is something that you guys are not satisfied with that you maybe think, all right, I need to get better uh, at this between now and February? Where are you sitting at now, Dixon? What's something that you're not satisfied with with your game that you want to um, improve on? I really just everything, man. Always staying hungry and wanting to get better at everything. I mean, there's always room to improve, and – I know that, and so just um, hitting and doing all the things I need to this offseason to be ready for the season. Yeah, Dixon kind of nailed, hit the nail on the head there. I feel like, for me, the only thing other than everything being an answer is pitch selection and just kind of dialing in the strike zone and swinging at the pitches that I need to. I think the biggest thing that I do is just I'm kind of a free swinger. Like I want to do damage so much that I'll chase a little bit here and there. So I think just really – learning to dominate the strike zone and swing at the pitches that I want to, not the ones the pitcher wants me to. What does the offseason look like for you guys now until February? I mean, is it more on your own? Do you have group meetings? I mean, what what does it look like uh, now until uh, the start of the season? Yeah, a little bit of that. We'll have uh, lifts, four-day lifts every week, and then um, some team meetings and mainly just individual stuff, just uh, guys working on what they need to work on or what the 
coaches kind of see they need to work on if they need to be healthy or if they need to work on defense, bunting, base running, uh, whatever they see. Okay. Uh, we talked about personal improvements a while ago. What about the team as uh, the team overall? What do you think the biggest team improvement has been? We'll go. We'll get an answer from each of y'all. Uh, the biggest team improvement? Yeah. I would say a lot of our pitchers really stepped it up towards the end of the fall. I think we did a great job attacking the strike zone and just eliminating free 90s towards the end. And I think the hitters kind of stayed consistent throughout the fall with our approaches and everything. Yeah, I would say I think the hitters stayed. Um, like we were good at hitting in two strikes, all that stuff. And I think we just stayed consistent throughout the fall. The pitchers kind of had their ups and downs. But I think near the end they kind of – dialed into where they weren't walking guys as much and they'd get two outs and then walk two guys like they started to really attack hitters i feel like we've uh, asked this before uh when you guys would come on but you know there's a lot of new guys on this team whether they're a freshman or uh they're an incoming transfer who do you think stood out the most from those that group of new guys for me, it was Kobe Wallace. Kobe Wallace. As a freshman, I think him and Chaz Myers, who's a transfer, really stood out to me. They just, like, every time I was catching and calling pitches and stuff, there's no comfortable pitch I could go to to get them out. They were just always competing, and it was awesome. I think they, they didn't seem like they were incomers or that they were a transfer or freshman or anything. It just seemed like they fit right in. Yeah. The, there's certain guys that just seem comfortable and seem like they've been there before, and I'd say those two were definitely on that list. All right, now it's on to the superlatives. Enough of the serious talk. Um, actually, I mean, the first two are kind of like serious, I guess. First one is, all right, who had the hottest bat all fall? Mm. Who was really slugging it out there? Uh, Ryan had a good fall. Chaz had a good fall. Um, and a bunch of guys hit pretty well. Like, there, there's a big list of guys that I'd say batted over three 300 this fall. Man. Yeah. There's a lot of power the back half of the fall. Like, yeah. Cam hit five home runs this fall. You hit two. I had four. Who else had a few? Jazz had two. Jazz had two. Star had three. Yeah. It was awesome to see. I think Chaz probably had the hottest fall consistently just from a hitting side of things. He definitely was hot the entire time and uncomfortable to pitch to. But we had a lot of really, really good falls. He got gold glove this, this fall. You had the best defense. Chance Hall. Sleeper. Wow. Threw out three guys. Three for three. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Every time he he called in the air to him, and you're like, I don't know if I want to run here. He just he was just throwing guys. What position does he play again? Right field. Right field. Right field. field, Yeah, either. Man, so he's got a cannon, huh? Oh yeah. I wouldn't even like you wouldn't even have no run on him. Mm, I would always run no one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's. I, yeah, I heard y'all talking about his speed. Yeah. I heard you got some speed too. So uh, a little bit. Would you not, run on this guy? Any. Yeah, I have. I ran on him one time. He didn't but get you that, out. That was the third. He's throwing all three guys out. Oh, uh, gotcha. It's, it's not, just home. I would not run on him. I also would run on hardly anybody. All right, I would consider this the Lane Hoover Award, but uh, most hustle. Who who showed the most most hustle? We just talked about Dixon stole home plate. I mean, I don't know how much more hustle it gets than that. Yeah, that is a lot of hustle there. Yeah, that chance too though. Chance, chance Hall, is right yeah. The, he, this he's dude, that is just gritty. I love watching him play. Yeah, he's good in practice. All right, getting down to the last two here, or last three. Who's got the most fashion on the team? Who's the best dressed? Oh, 
I can tell you who thinks they're the best dressed, but they're not. All right, who is Keenan it? Keenan Bowman, freshman. <laughs> so most delusional goes to who? Keenan Bowman. All right, Keenan Bowman. He, he it depends walk, what your style is. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got some flashy some flashy outfits. Okay. He walked in with, like a, I don't know if it was Louis V or something, satchel one day. Uh-huh. And we were like, I don't know what what that is. I'm sure it's expensive, but please he's take that off. He's got some essential. Please yeah, take he, that off. All right, next one. <laughs> who has the best vehicle on the team? Well, that Dixon up there. I like Dixon's truck a lot. Yes, I like Richie. I like Richie's. <laughs> yeah, Richie's Jeep. Oh, I love a good Jeep. Yeah, no, he's got Ford. it. He's got it decked out. My Honda it Accord's out. pretty sick. <laughs> Standard, but it rides smooth. All right, we actually have a uh, question. We'll get to it later from Denny Hoover. Just mentioned his son, Lane Hoover. Uh, he's got a question, but we'll finish up these uh, superlatives right quick. Um, last one, best cook on the team. Who is it? Ooh, Aaron Roller. That's my roommate. What's his specialty? Anything meat, just meat. Anything meat. Anything meat related. I haven't had I haven't had fish from him yet. That's the only thing I haven't. But I don't really like fish. But that dude cooks all the time. Really. And I'm a big fan of it because then I don't have to cook and I get to eat. So he hosts a lot of people at his house and just it's cooks. Really, he just lives with me. He cooks for like the house. Oh right. JC Shank, us four. Wow. It's awesome. Man. Yeah. Does he ever let anybody else cook, or does he like I, I I'll cook. Don't worry about he it. He just I'll cook. does it. Like we don't even have to like conversate about who's going to cook that night. Man. So if we want something on our own, we'll make it on our own. But if not, he's got it. All right, Dixon, what about you? Who do you think is? Nobody really cooks in my house, so I'll just take this time That's a to shame. shout out my mom. You're the best cook I know, Mom. All right, there you go. <laughs> right, mom, you're not bad either. Sorry, I didn't realize we were going there. All right, before we wrap before we wrap it up with Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams, Denny Hoover does have a question. He says, what new team in the conference are y'all excited to, to be going against? Sure. Or be going to? Who are you excited to be going and visiting? I'm One excited about Texas. Texas? I've never been to Texas. San Antonio is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, we just went there for EC football, so yeah. San Antonio is a pretty neat place. Isn't Rice in a pretty cool spot, too? H- Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Not, we've been to Houston. Houston's not my favorite place on earth. But, but like, sure. Houston's so big, I feel like there's different parts. Like, I feel like like the University oh. of Houston's on another side yeah. of the city, and Rice is on a completely different side, yeah. so maybe it's a little different. Yeah. Wait, they're, they're in Houston, Texas? Rice? Rice, yes. Yeah. Uh, but that was a that was a bad statement about me. We went to Houston last year, so, so I've never I been have to been to Texas. Be there for four, four days. Yeah, for four <laughs> days. This will be my second time. Going to Texas. <laughs> oh but like, God. I guess I'm assuming UTSA has a baseball team, and y'all oh, be able to get good. They're pretty it, solid. Yeah, and San Antonio is a really cool place. So, all right, we'll wrap it up there with Dixon Williams and Ryan McChrystal, guys. We appreciate you guys coming on this fall yeah. and talking ECU baseball. So, uh, our fans love it. Our chat gang loves it. So, we appreciate you guys coming on. Of course. Thank y'all for having hey, us. Hey, good luck hosting. By the way, you got yeah. us. No, I got, look, it's easy now. The biggest part was having to ask you questions. <laughs> ask you guys questions and now i just have to have uh mike houston talk the rest of the time so all right guys uh let's open up the phone lines shirley rose let's make somebody a winner in the booty bag give it away give it away give it away now y'all like this give it away give it away give it away now give it away give it away give it away now so that's clip brock on the vocals there so uh shirley rose what are we giving away in the booty bag uh, how about uh, a shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's? Chico's shrimp taco lunch, 317-1250 is the number, and the number you need to be is caller number four. Caller number four is the winner. Stay tuned. We'll have more uh, for you when we return right after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And congratulations to Jackie Hutcherson of Winterville. Walked away with a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Chandler. All right. Welcome back into Pirate Alive here on a Wednesday. Thank you to Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams for joining us, talking a little baseball as they have wrapped up fall ball. And next thing you know, it will be February and we'll be uh, watching first pitch as EC starts their 2024 campaign. So cannot wait for that. Uh, I mentioned it last segment. Eric M. brought by a $20 bill. Uh, learned that Steve Hill has put in $20 to the Mike Mullis. Uh, put Mike Mullis in a Mark Davis wig campaign. Uh, also, we have another commitment. He has to do it. But I trust this man. Chad Moore says he's going to throw 20 in. So that makes 80 bucks. Man, so Chad's in, got Steve Hill, Eric M., and Jamie. So we just need 20 more dollars. And I found the solution. How's that? You and I are both going to put up 10 and finish it off right now. No, it needs to be from the chat game. Oh, I feel man. like that's the... I feel like that's the rule. Like, I feel like we want it to be from the chat game. Or you don't have $10. Because, I mean, that's the that's kind of the trend now. Everybody that's put in 20s along with the chat gang. Yes, you're right. yeah. So let's let the, the chat, chat gang raise the money. We only need 20 more. We just need one more person. Um, let's see. Jamie's been in. Eric M. Who, who else? Kaz? Jerry? Um, Pike? Somebody. $20 is all we need. So somebody just put in that next twenty dollars and then we're there. I feel like we were just at twenty with Jamie's twenty. Now we're just twenty dollars away from a hundred dollars. So, all right, all right. Let's get to Mike Houston's comments from yesterday's press conference. As Clip Brock is there now, talking to the coordinators Blake Carroll and Donnie Kirkpatrick, along with Mike Houston. Uh, but we talked to him yesterday, and here is his opening comments. Obviously disappointing to uh, not get the wins past weekend, and uh, you know it's. A great day for college football. When you look, we had, we had great weather. Um, the stadium was electric uh, from the beginning. And uh, as I said in my post game, I appreciate uh, you know the the fan support that was out here. The student body showed up and just created a great atmosphere in the stadium, along with uh, the way our team was performing. Um, and you know, uh, very good Tulane football team. I think uh, ranked 21st in the country coming in here. And uh, you know, our kids went out and, and, and played their tails off, and uh, we had a shot to win the ball game in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, went to the fourth tied at 10 apiece, uh, and then had the ball across midfield down 13-10, um, and unfortunately could not uh, get that drive all the way into the end zone and come away with what would have been a, a, a great home victory and a great way to celebrate with, uh, with Pirate Nation. And, you know, that's the probably the toughest thing about it is I, just, I hate we weren't able to give our our kids and uh, our fans that were here on Saturday, uh, the ability to celebrate uh, a huge home win. So, but uh, you know the players have been very uh, resilient and uh, came back with a great attitude on Sunday. 
Um, looked at the film. Uh, I think we've got a lot of stuff we can build on. We obviously have some things we need to correct. Uh, excited about the matchup this week against a very talented FAU team down in uh, Boca Raton. Um, you know, we, we did play a game down there last year at, uh, with, against South Florida uh, during the hurricane. So uh, we, we at least know the facility and uh, kind of the, you know, just around the stadium and locker room area and everything like that. So, uh, but the players are excited about, uh, about the matchup. So I expect us to have a, a great practice today and a solid week, and I expect us to go down there and play very well on Saturday. ECU and FAU going at it uh, this Saturday at 4 o'clock. Mike Houston gave his thoughts on FAU. Yeah, I mean, you know, 10 was the starter, I think, at Central Michigan. Uh, transferred to FAU uh, and has played the bulk of the season this year. Um, has played, you know, very well. Uh, you know, fairly mobile guy, athletic, uh, throws the ball very well in the pocket. Uh, obviously, they have one of the top receivers in the country, uh, and he's already gone for over 1,000 yards uh, this year, and uh, so he's got a lot of weapons around him. Uh, I really like both their running backs. Uh, you know, the, the starter three uh, is a very solid player, uh, has, you know, 700 yards rushing or so in the year. Um, really like the other kid, the transfer from Purdue. Uh, you know, he comes in, he's a big, powerful back, uh, you know, played very well in the second half against uh, UAB last week. Um, you know, I really thought they wore UAB down, and, uh, you know, he was really, he was gashing them there in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, they just weren't able to, they weren't able to pull that one out. But, uh, you know, I think that they are a, a very talented uh, offense and have played, uh, you know, fairly well here over the last month. I think, you know, did, did not play as well against UTSA, but other than that one, have played very well over the last month. We touched on this earlier this week, but we'll uh, replay it just in case you haven't heard it. But uh, early in that game on Saturday against Tulane, East Carolina was very successful offensively. And then the rest of the game, the second and third and fourth quarter, the Pirate offense looked like the Pirate offense that it has been all season. And uh, Mike Houston was asked from our very own Clip Brock, he was asked what went right offensively in the first quarter that you couldn't replicate replicate the remainder of the game. Here was his answer. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we were playing uh, a very talented uh, defensive team. I think that's the start uh, for – you know, the challenge we had. But I thought we came out and um, thought we played very well up front in the first quarter. I uh, thought uh, we had running room. Our running backs were playing with a lot of energy. Um, I thought Alex was doing a great job in the pocket. Uh, I thought we had guys making catches, making contested catches down the field. We were able to generate a couple of big plays. Jalen had uh, a big reception and then Chase, you know, that reception that uh, got the ball down to the one on the second drive, you know, was, was a, a, a great play right there. So. You know, we were just kind of clicking on all cylinders. Um, now, you know, what happened after the first quarter, you know, I think Tulane did a really good job of, of driving the football and to a degree playing a little bit of keep away from us. You know, we got three possessions in the second half, and that's it. One in the third quarter and two in the fourth. Um, you know, so, you know, they did a good job keeping the ball away from us, and, and we weren't able to extend drives and create explosive plays the way we were the first two possessions of the ball game. Um, even still, uh, you know, we had, had, had the chance there in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, with the ball across midfield, uh, you know, to, to, to do something right there to, to put us back in the lead. And, you know, that's, you know, that's where you just got you to make, make those plays at that point. You know, we just, uh, 
weren't able to you know convert the third or fourth down right there. A lot of people have been wondering about Raheem Jeter, the freshman quarterback that's been third string all year, wondering if he will be playing at all, especially with three games left. Uh, no, you know, no bowl hope. The bowl hopes are out the window. Um, uh, Clip Brock also asked, uh, "Would you play Raheem Jeter only if the game is out of hand, or if it's uh, still in doubt?" Well, I think uh, you know we all have to keep in mind he's a true freshman and. Uh, He's been getting reps with the travel squad, you know, throughout most of the year. And, uh, you know, with, uh, with each week, we're always going to do uh, whatever is best for our program to put us in a situation uh, to win on game day. And uh, if he's part of that, then that's what we'll do. And uh, if, if he's not, then, uh, you know, we won't. But uh, I continue to be, uh, you know, pleased with his progress. Uh, we have, you know, had to, uh, you know, intentionally you know hold him to a degree because we do want to protect the red shirt you know he's a he's a young guy you want to make sure that you have the the availability of his eligibility for when he is ready and uh, you want to try to maximize that for as many years as you can so um, you know very encouraged by him and you know we'll see how he does in practice this week there's there's Mike Houston on Raheem Jeter and if he'll play at all this year if the game's out of hand or if the game's still in doubt. Some unfortunate news coming out of the game against Tulane on Saturday uh, was the the end of the season, the end of the career of Jack Powers. And uh, Jack's been here a couple of years after spending some time in Nevada. And Mike Houston talked about Jack Powers, what the uh, the end of his year, the end of his career, and what the future holds for uh, the Pirates. Well, he didn't get that news until late yesterday, uh, confirmed. So, um, but I guess it's okay to let everybody know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's just you can't sit here and, and ask yourself why me because that's what uh, that's what happens when guys are in that situation. Because you know he's a guy that pours everything into it. Uh, he's a very uh, positive leader in our in our locker room, um, and he plays the game the way you want him to play. And so, you know, I sat down with him yesterday evening after we had got confirmation of what was going on with him and just, you know, talked through his season and uh, what he'd done in his time here. And then we talked through, you know, just what his next steps are. And uh, his primary focus right now is to support his teammates uh, and to support our program uh, and to, you know, continue to be a strong leader. Uh, And then, you know, he and I and, you know, all of our you know, people around our program are going to work together to help him with what's the next step in life for him. You know, that's what we try to do with, with all of our guys that are transitioning on from football. But, you know, certainly I'm thankful for the two years that we've had with him. Uh, he's an outstanding young man in addition to being a, a positive impact player for us on the field. So no Jack Powers for the Pirates on Saturday, but they'll still have a chance to win against the Owls. And Mike Houston was asked, do you feel like if guys can break through and win one of these close games, that you can gain some momentum and it can turn into more wins? Here was his answer. Well, you know, we, we kind of went through this a little bit in 2020, you know, where we had a lot of close losses and, you know, learning how to win. And, um, you know, I, I think we got a lot of guys on our roster that have won. You know, there's a bunch of those kids on defense that have been a part of, you know, two straight bowl trips. Uh, but, you know, you have a lot of offensive guys that, uh, you know, are, are kind of in that role for the first time. And, you know, we've had opportunities to win ball games in the fourth quarter, you know, for the last month. Uh, and, you know, we, we just we got to make it over that hump. And that's just it. You know, you got to make that play on, on third down, you know, to extend the drive. You got you to gotta make that contested catch on fourth or you got you to gotta make that block at that crucial moment. 
uh, and you know, until you make those plays, you haven't made those plays. And um, you know, that's what I hope. That's why I say I hope we can build on that performance. Um, you know, I think that uh, I think the kids are are you know feel more confident in themselves, uh, and I think a solid week of practice would set us up to play very well on Saturday. Now we have our hands full on Saturday with a team that you know has a lot of playmakers all over the place and is a very athletic defense. So. You know, we're going to have to go down there and play our best game of the year in order to have a shot to win. So, uh, but I promise you that's, that's their motivation. All right, there's Mike Houston from yesterday's press conference, the weekly press conference that we had with the head coach of the Pirates. And we'll also have comments from coordinators uh, sometime tonight and early tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for that on our social media platforms at PR927FM. Let's take our final time out. We'll wrap up the show when we return. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, It was a mixed day for the stock market today. The Dow was down 40 points at 34,112, but the NASDAQ was up 10 at 13,600. And the S&P was up four points at 4,382. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Chilling Honeycutt here with you along with Shirley Rhodes on the audio side of things. Joey, intern Joey on the video production side of things. Tomorrow night in Minji's Coliseum at 6 o'clock. Man, this is exciting. They're going to be revealing the championship banner for the American... Crank up the band, Shirley. Go ahead and crank up the band. Man, can't wait to hear that tomorrow night. As they reveal the American Athletic Conference championship banner, they'll also have a banner for the uh, NCAA appearance they had last year for winning the conference championship. They are asking fans to be in their seats by 5.40 p.m. for the presentation. And get this, the the first 500 fans will receive a replica championship banner. So that's pretty cool. So tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, be in your seats by 5.40 for ECU and USC Upstate for the ECU women's basketball home opener. And then tonight... Let me tell you where to be at 8 o'clock. That's A.J. McMurphy's for Sports Trivia. Joey, are you in? I'm in. Let's go, baby! I hear that there's going to be a Team Pirate Radio at Sports Trivia tonight. Okay, we got to show out then. Yeah, so Danny Beal got Joey. Uh, My man, uh, Zach Kaplan from WNCT Channel 9 is going to be there. Uh, Should be a packed house at A.J. McMurphy's. If you're interested in Sports Trivia, please come out at 8 o'clock tonight at A.J. McMurphy's. All right, let's put a bow on the show and close it out. We want to thank our awesome guest for today's show. First of all, I want to say uh, congratulations to me for remembering to put Patrick Mason on the description today. Very proud of that. I also want to thank Ken Watlington from uh, WNCT Channel 9 for stopping in. 
Patrick Mason was also here from the Daily Reflector. The baseball boys, Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams, also uh, uh, hopped in the studio to talk about the fall ball and put a bow on that. So, uh, great guest today. We'll have great guests tomorrow starting at 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley, Joey, I'm Chandler Honeycutt. Voice, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.